How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 25 of Genre Geeks. I am AJ, and with me, of course, is Darren and Matt. What's going on, fellas? Oi. Hello. Uh, today is June 22nd, uh, and, and June 22nd, the national day of the week, or of the year, I guess, is National Chocolate Eclair Day or Ooh. National mm. Onion Rings Day. I like eclairs. I hate onion rings, so I guess or, eclairs. Or <laughs> there's a third that I didn't think would, we would get to, <laughs> but apparently like eclairs and onion rings aren't exciting enough, so the most exciting option other than that is National HVAC Tech Day. So, Ooh. you know, do you like AC? I mean, you gotta yeah. Ma- you got to maintain a proper HVAC. That's <laughs> that's the, uh, the the that's what you need to take home with you after this episode. <laughs> do, wait, AJ, do you know what HVAC, HVAC means? No, no clue at all. I just know it's <laughs> I part knew of the like, AC I knew. thing. I knew. I knew that you were like the way you said that you're like yeah you got to maintain a proper HVAC like I don't know like, like it'd be, yeah you'd be like that's the thing you don't want are you kidding me <laughs> HVAC literally just stands for heating ventilation and air conditioning so like you, that's oh. what I was like you got to maintain a proper HVAC is like maintain all a, a all of that stuff it just seemed like it seemed, that, I think that's one of those words I hear whenever I hear a bunch of dudes like proper dudes talking to each other. And they're yeah, like, yeah, the freaking alternator and uh, <laughs> HVAC. And I'm just like, yeah, that's dude. Talk. I just tune out and I'm like, oh, it's dude talk. Sure. <laughs> and then I June- like cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> June 24th on Wednesday when this releases, it is National Parchment Day. Uh, like parchment. parchment meaning like parchment paper that you bake on. So I, you know, sure, I, I like parchment paper. I, I like, I'm a, like I'm a fan stuff. of nonstick stuff. That's good. Yeah, it's fine. But it's also National Pralines Day. What are you guys' opinions on pralines? Uh, I'm completely unfamiliar. You guys don't know what pralines are? Not no. at all. Oh, it's like like this. They're like uh, well, okay. Let me look at the exact definition of pralines. Um, <laughs> so. What praline means, a, a confection of nuts and sugar, such as almonds cooked in a boiling sugar until brown and crisp, or a patty of creamy brown sugar and pecan meats, that kind of stuff. Makes sure. sense? I like nuts. <clears throat> and to celebrate National, <laughs> praline Day, National Praline Day, I have my top five nuts of all time. Dude, every time you do that, it throws my balance off so hard. I never know which li- which thing is going to be your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Number five on my top five nuts of all time. Pistachios. Mm, Those are good. I like pistachios. Number five, Number five yeah. Oh, just wait, Matt. Just wait. Number four on my top five nuts of all time is Mr. Peanut, the planner's guy. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Well, he's <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> what? Oh, they did kill him. I don't know. That that was one of the most like pandering things I've ever seen. But they were well, like, I, think I must have missed it be because memed. the only time I know when people die is when AJ updates us every week. So I think that that was before we were doing that. So I didn't <laughs> yeah. even know he died. I just remember like <laughs> the ad, like because it was they're trying to capitalize on the whole baby Yoda thing, and so they had like baby peanut, and everyone's just like, baby nut sounds really awful. <laughs> and. Uh, Number three on my top five nuts of all time, Charlie Sheen. Tiger blood, baby. <laughs> <laughs> number two, cashews. Cashews are shockingly dude. not number one. I, that's Amber hates nuts, I, but she dude, loves herself some cashews. I think pistachios are better than those. That's you're crazy. I think so and cashews are what? like the golden standard when it comes to nuts. Like there's no yeah, you're crazy. Um, yeah, number one, all the way. Top five nuts of all time. Any guesses? I'm guessing it's uh, a troll thing and it's not a genuine nut, but go on. 
Matt? <laughs> no, I don't have any guesses. Nutter Butters. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most normal answer you've ever given for a number one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I, I, had to, I was trying to stretch so hard. I was looking up like <laughs> celebrities with nut in their name, like you know, like people. I almost was gonna go with Ohio State Buckeyes, like the the Buckeyes, because Buckeye is a nut. But it's like eh, that's just a sports joke, and like you know, sports guy making a sports joke. Huh? <laughs> How typical. I got. I had uh, Nutter Butters. I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. And it's been a long time since I've bought a, I don't know what you call it, bag of Nutter Butters. And package, yeah, whatever you package. call it. Package. Yeah. But did you, I don't, maybe it was just the one I got, but Oreos, when you open up the the package, it has like a reseal thing. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah, yeah. Put it back down. Yeah. My Nutter Butter thing didn't have that. So the second I opened it, it was just like a timer. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, it's so annoying. Uh, so that's why I had to eat the whole bag in a day. <laughs> that's why. That's why you had to. <laughs> Nobody wants a soggy nut. Go on. <laughs> Put it on the pole. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> do it, you coward. <laughs> Does anyone want a soggy nut? <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it, Matt. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> speaking of polls, <laughs> speaking of polls, go over to last week's polls. We had some good ones from last week. So uh, the first poll from last week was... Is there nothing sexier than physical media? I stand by this. <laughs> 56% of the audience said no. So I'm trying to think this. So That's they're saying no there, th- no, there is nothing sexier than physical media, right? Sure, I'll take it. I don't know. It was kind of a hard question because of the that, you know, double like negative. That. I like doing that. Screw them up more with the, with the question. Yeah, I wasn't even sure how to answer myself. confused when they vote. I was confused when I voted. I'm not even sure what that means. I don't even know if there's actually any science to that, but that's fine. Uh, the next poll was pizza? Just, that's all. I, I decided to change the poll just to pizza question uh, mark. And I, I did that hopefully to encourage more people to like to have be have some controversy because the question originally was do you like pizza <laughs> and i figured there'd yeah. be never any no's for that but i just said pizza so it's like hmm what's going on here 100 percent of the audience still said yes yeah. <laughs> even just a pizza good, it's good to keep doing those calibration poll questions where you got to make sure people are still paying attention and they're not just <laughs> randomly clicking left and right you got to make sure you give them those softballs that way they're like okay just making sure you guys are are here <laughs> and the last poll from last week was does grape soda taste like purple 79% of the audience said yes it does all right does. so we're I, in agreement I think so yeah yeah I mean the I think that was like we had like well I think it was like 20 votes in that question and I mean yeah it, I, I think actually someone said that purple looks like when they see the color purple they think of grape soda so it's like they're one in the same that's at this point. power yeah, dude exactly yeah I mean that's it's I don't even really like grape soda very much. You know, it's it's okay. I like I orange soda it. better, but I don't know. Ooh, I, and Brandy was kind of mad actually when I was talking to her about this. She was like really offended that I even said that. Like that grape soda is actually good, and I, I think it's fine. But like it, she was mad. Like she was genuinely mad at me. And it's so delicious. It, <laughs> well, she doesn't really like soda very much, so it's not a very good. I mean, she's not the best judge of it. So, but grape Gra- soda. Grape is, soda I, is delicious. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's not bad. I can't um, have more than like one can though. It's really concentrated. Like it's really really sweet. I, I love grape soda. A little too similar to Dimatap. If you've ever had that medicine as a little kid. No, definitely not. It's this disgusting freaking. I think it's like cold medicine when you're a little kid, 
And I remember, because this is before the days of, and thank God, that, well, I might GG that. GG pills. The day we invented <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because <laughs> I drugs. remember when I, was a little, <laughs> when I was a little kid and I would be sick, I used to dread it because my mom would come with like the little uh, measuring cup little thing plastic cup she'd pour this disgusting liquid in and that was like my training for taking shots because i'm just like i have to get this past my tongue and into my body that way i get the effects of it i don't want to taste it like uh even like nyquil way back in the day the only way to do it is to drink it and for some weird reason it was always like licorice flavor which is just them absolutely dude, I actually like sure. nyquil Oh, dude, what's wrong with you? Dude, I put that on the pole mill or Matt <laughs> mill. Put it on the pole mill. Do you do you like the taste of NyQuil? We're going to get a bunch of no's. I, we're going to get I a bunch, to, but I think we're going to get some yeses. We're going to get some yeses, I think, from this. And oh, I, But man, I actually like, like I, I don't like just specifically like, I know people really don't like it, but like I actually like, you know, I, I drink it and I'm like, yeah, hey, it's fine. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like mad about it after I drink it. But well, also, I'm very mad every time. <laughs> but also the other thing was when I was growing up, and maybe this is part of it, is that like I was really, really bad at taking pills. Like we almost didn't go to on a family vacation because I was so sick and they were trying to get me to take a pill and I couldn't do it. I could not take it to, the freaking pill. Like it was like, I was like, was spitting it out and like you know, you almost just throwing like, up. Like I imagine like the scene from Parks and Rec where Ron's trying to eat a banana. <laughs> 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 He's like shoving it in a burger. He's <laughs> <just like laughs> no, I mean I think what ended up happening is I finally just like I I, I mean I just just did it. Oh, my phone is still going off, huh? Do you guys want to hear my ringtone more often? What do you guys think, audience? Who Let has us know. a ringtone, dude? It's twenty twenty. Put that crap on vibrate. <laughs> Is that boomer of me? That's incredibly boomer of you, Matt. No, it's what do you not. Think? <laughs> it's fine to have like a sound for it. It's well, just, actually, I think that's totally boomer, dude. Keep going so you guys can hear my actual ringtone now. Here, let's see. But uh, you're like yeah, when someone calls you. Pocket vibrates or my wrist vibrates. You are a boomer, dude. That's a freaking like old. There's no old. way. You're so trolling. <laughs> We're you're trolling that oh now. My gosh, that's so my stupid. ringtone. That really is my ringtone. Yeah, no, did 100%. you like buy that, dude? What? No, I downloaded it and then cut it off YouTube and you know made it my ringtone. That's boomers <laughs> as crap for you to go through that much effort for a freaking ringtone. <laughs> dude, it's so good. It's such a good what ringtone. Is that? That's the hundred thousand dollar, a hundred thousand dollar pyramid show theme song. <laughs> you're so, that's triple boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that theme song. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, but. Hopefully the audio isn't just like awful when it comes to the podcast. We'll see. Adam. Um, well, it picked up every time you got a text. So I'm sure your mic picked up. <laughs> oh, I need, to, I need to meet my microphone or meet my uh, text again. <laughs> yeah, meet your microphone. <laughs> uh, so how's your guys' weeks? <laughs> oh, that's what I was actually going to try to segue into it. But then like the pyramid song just came in and that, that kind of screwed everything over. But the last thing I said was that Brandy was mad at me because of the grape soda thing. Mm-hmm. So I have to apologize to Brandy as well for something different, different. And that was because last week we talked about the Macaulay Culkin pizza band. That was mm-hmm. the one of the last things that I talked about. And she was really mad at me because I didn't give her credit for that. You know, I said like, yeah, I was just Googling yada, yada, yada. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> you plagiarized your bit. <laughs> well, I was asking her, I was like, I need to find something like, you know, a, a funny band about pizza. And she, I was driving. And so she was Googling and she was like, oh, the Macaulay Culkin pizza band. And I was like, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. And she's like, get Brandy on this show. You're not even, funny. she's writing, she's your ghostwriter. <laughs> she's writing care of all your bits, like behind the scene. <laughs> but yeah, she like, after, like, as she was listening to it, she was like, you didn't say that I told you about the Macaulay Culkin pizza band. I was like, 
I didn't. She's like, no, you better apologize in the next podcast. Dude, in a world of controversy, (laughs) we need to always come clean of everything we do, everything (laughs) we say. Absolutely. So this is my formal apology to you, Brandy. Um, I'm sorry for not crediting you for your, uh, you know, your comedic genius. Um, But otherwise, my week. That was solid. Yeah, it was pretty good and definitely better than Nutter Butters. But, you know, it, again, there wasn't a lot this week. There was literally two days on the calendar that was Praline, Praline's Day and Parchment Day. Like, that, well, how, like I tried my hardest to make that funny. You, but should, that was, make, you should have Brandy write one of your top fives or like one of your list have one of your answers be brandy's we have to guess which one was hers Ah, okay okay i like that idea all right we'll do that next week we'll do that next week for sure uh but otherwise um this week i had uh a couple things that were that were kind of funny um and actually related to nuts a little bit and peanuts uh, was the other day matt challenged me um on my knowledge of peanut butter um, I think one Ooh, of the last podcasts, oh yeah. I talked about the fact that, you know, or maybe two podcasts ago, I'm not sure when it was. No, we went, we were talking about it in the car at lunch. No, we talked about it on the podcast as well. I, I asked you the question, oh, like, oh yeah. is there a brand that you won't compromise on? Like, you know, is there a certain oh, product you won't yeah, compromise yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I mentioned yeah. peanut butter. That's because I love Jif. And so Matt was trying to say, like, it was in the car, like, maybe a week later or whatever. And I was saying that, like, yeah, 100% Jif is the best brand. I can test, I can taste Jif over anything else in any situation and i was like i don't believe that there's like there's been pat no there's not patents on peanut butter they're all taste the same yada yada i was like man there's no patents on peanut butter i can't i can't remember exactly what he said (laughs) i was talking about the recipe like like people like keep their recipes like private for but he was basically saying that like you know it's been around long enough that the quality of the peanut butter doesn't change you know across brands and i was like matt i promise you if you give me peanut butter give me four different peanut butters i will taste jiff by itself every single time and i will never get it wrong and so we did it like i didn't know uh, i didn't know he actually was serious about it like you know a couple days later he's like okay i'm coming over we're gonna do the peanut butter challenge you know go buy yourself four three different peanut butter brands recorded that that'd been great we should have recorded it and (laughs) well and matt do you want to share the results of how that went like you know you kind of tell the story a little bit and tell us how how it went he uh he guessed all of them correct one of them one Twice. of them was Dude. 100% Dude, okay there. one of them was super easy though cuz he wasn't kidding targets uh peanut butter is god awful like you like i opened that jar legit looks like soup Dude, yeah, I'm so happy that you yeah cuz i also am a lover of peanut butter i'm so happy matt that like, your eyes have been opened not not only did I get Jif both times exactly right, I also named all of the brands individually. I said, "What were the brands GIF, you guys used?" A Jif, Skippy, Great Value, and the Target brand. I thing is, I love Skippy. Uh, I I don't know if I love Jif more or less than Skippy. To me, they're such heavy hitters. I'm never disappointed with one or the other. I, I wasn't disappointed. I actually haven't had Skippy in a long time because I always buy Jif, and I wasn't disappointed with it. It was a little creamier than Jif, but I think I might it wasn't like bad. I, I like Skippy more than Jif. Jif is legit like cement. But I just want to say that I did. Like you know, AJ gave us the people's elbow last week in the draft. I gave Matt the people's elbow and the peanut butter choice because like I it wasn't even like it was like that's that's Jif. That's money where your that's mouth Skiffy. is. That's Skippy. You did it. That's great value. That's Target. Like literally, he Hold like on, Brandy brought the plate. Little- let me make your thing for your little border. I'll make you the nut king. <laughs> the nut king. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Call me the nut king from now on, people. Um, but otherwise, uh, that, that happened. Uh, Brandy and I watched Space Force. Uh, a couple episodes of Space Force. I, I watched the first episode of Space Force this week. Okay, cool. That so show can... is poopy, poopy, butt, butt soup. Wow. I, I hated that ep- the first episode. 
Wow. Uh, I, Matt and I watched the first episode together. and Well, I've, I saw the first two before Darren watched it, too. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I actually... Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had only heard bad things about it. I, I Everyone had said that it was like, it was not very funny. It, you know, yada, yada. It was just an attempt of The Office. You know, another attempt at The Office, which I guess people were saying that just because it was like my, Steve Carell in a comedy, which I felt it's like it was Steve nothing Carell like The Office. And it's supposed to be like, there's a method to his awkward madness. Like, that's like the, the only the things that are episode. consistent, though. Yeah, like, which I guess, yeah, The Office doesn't own that, but it's seeing right. Steve Carell do the same thing again. It, yeah, I can it got, see why the, they're it got popularized with The Office, so people have that's the only thing they have to compare it to. But so then, if see, Steve Carell's in a comedy for the rest of his life, then it's just like, oh, they're just trying to make The Office. Like, I mean, I mean yeah, Steve Carell, who's the boss of a thing, who is completely unorthodox, but is secretly really good at people. That's kind of. That's I mean, it. He got, that's like he got. You, he you got say that's it, but that's very specific. Um, what I'm saying is the rest of the show is nothing like The Office. It's not a documentary. Yes, like that, the camera, respect, the, yes. the camera style is different. There's not music in The Office. There's not other like smart characters in The Office like they are like in this show. And so like the characters different. Obviously, that's that's one thing. But whatever. Yeah, I don't it think just, it's like, fair to like com- it, compare the shows of the off each other. I think Steve Carell is very similar. Sure, Steve Carell is similar to you know like Michael Scott is basically the same character in both of those shows, but the rest of the show is completely different. And and I thought it was funny. Like there was multiple situations that I was laughing really hard. What like, did you laugh at? Uh, there was a bunch I of like, little one time in the I, first episode. We just watched the second episode, which uh, I mean, I I can't imagine I'm spoiling anything necessarily, but like I'm not watching that show. <laughs> like basically, I mean, you saw like they got the ship to space, and then the last scene was like China, like uh, ruining the Epsilon Six. You know, like the little. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so they, they destroyed the ship. And like the second episode is about them trying to repair the ship. So that way it's, uh, you know, working, whatever. And so one of the scenes I thought was really funny was they had <laughs> on a different ship nearby, a different satellite, whatever they like had like two weeks ago, sent it up to space and they had a dog and a chimpanzee on the ship. And so they were trying to communicate with the dog and the chimpanzee i guess the chimpanzee spoke sign language because they were trying to get the chimpanzee to go back into space like literally tethered to the ship to repair the satellite and it was just like this that whole engagement was really funny i'm not going to go into details but yeah i mean it was just like i really enjoyed i I actually laughed a lot like i i was pleasantly surprised like i'll probably still watch it myself brandy was you know if and or half and half about it but i enjoyed it so but dude there was the only part i laughed at in the first episode is the hard cut to showing that Steve Carell's wife was in prison. Yeah. Literally just like the scene opening there. I'm like, huh, that's it. The entire first laugh at, like, little, bu- little, uh, button cover thingy. No, that, that was funny. Me I mean, I thought, yes, in my mind, I'm like, that's funny, but it invoked no physical response from me. <laughs> I laughed at that it for sure. And plus I was still getting like, I was still furious that they wasted so much time doing the Bermuda or like Aruba, Jamaica. <laughs> that part was the most cringy thing Dude. I've seen in a long time. I, I laughed. I laughed There was that nothing too. funny about that. I thought the bit with the, his secretary was done entirely too much and it just, it didn't. The first oh, time it didn't make me laugh at all. The Ben Schwartz like being in no there. his secretary his the the dude who's like a uh, yeah. he said not to tell me or uh, to, he said not to say anything. Yeah, like okay, that's not funny, and they did it like five times. I thought it was kind of funny. 
But, uh, no, no, I didn't think it was funny at all. But, I, I was anyways, very upset but, after watching that episode. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't watched Space Force, I would I mean, maybe give it a chance and see what you guys think. Let us know. There you go. You, you got it. Darren recommends Space Force. So watch Space Force <laughs> I and will. then use that to gauge Darren's recommendations. <laughs> oh, my God. Just my entire recommendations for everything. I got to look up the Rotten Tomatoes based on this score one on, thing. Tom- on, uh, on Space Force. Keep talking. But, go ahead. Yeah, otherwise, my week. Uh, so this weekend, I went to Abilene for a disc golf tournament. Uh, and uh, played relatively well. The first round wasn't great. The second round, I'd played really well. Um, so much so that I actually played, uh, like there was basically the person that finished third at the world championships last year. So a per- touring professional finished third overall of the world championships. I finished two strokes better than him at the, at the second round of the tournament yesterday. Nice. So I played like essentially pro level golf yesterday, which was ridiculous. Um, so... I finished like you. like fifteenth uh, overall out of two hundred players, so I was pretty stoked about that. Um, and yeah, it was it was a good tournament. So it was it was hot. Um, we played five rounds of disc golf in two or in three days, which that was uh, long. I also hit my fifth di- hole in one over the weekend too, which was pretty cool. So it was Holy a good cow. weekend for disc golf. Yeah, I had a, I had a lot of good stuff happen to me for disc what golf. What was for the days. par? What was the par? What do you mean? Like what was the par in your hole in one? It was par three. Yeah, okay, I, cool. I, don't, I can't throw enough or far enough to get, get a hole in a par four. I was hoping for like a happy Gilmore where it's like he got a hole in one, a par five. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was 350 feet was the That's, distance yeah. of the, yeah. So it was That's a pretty long hole. That's unfathomable to me. So yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> on you. pretty far. Yeah, definitely my, my longest hole in one ever. So it was, it was cool. It was a good weekend for disc golf and cool deal. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for my week. So uh, Matt, what, how was your week? Uh, it was good. I've been playing, uh, The Last of Us. The Last of Us came out. Yeah. Uh, that game is... We will not be talking spoilers, because Darren and I haven't played it yet, and we want to. Yeah. So. I, um, I enjoy it. it I mean, it's obviously The Last of Us. It's the same, like, literally everything about it so far has been, like, the same as the first game. But, um, the, uh, did that, and I've been watching more New Girl obviously it shows still so funny uh doesn't get enough credit oh that's about it really i haven't been doing much i've just been playing a lot of last of us and i can't really talk much about that yeah so i'm excited for that for sure yeah i'm i'm hyped i'm hyped to play it i the more i think about it the more i'm convinced the last of us movie is a terrible idea why because i feel like I'm trying to decide right now if I want to spoil the original last of us. I I won't, but the thing that makes it really special is stuff that can really only exist in the video game medium and the end, the final thing and knowing the final thing kind of ruins like what the movie could possibly be. That's true. Cause like, are they just going to recreate that thing? We all know it's a very popular game. We know the ending, uh, and I just feel like if you look at what like the game at face value outside of the mechanical stuff, the relationship between Joel and Ellie really isn't that great. Ba- aside from like gameplay, like literally like going through the game, sneaking around all that stuff that you spend mm-hmm. hours with Joel and Ellie. But if you look at it from like what happens in like the actual story, they're not, they're together for like not that long. I mean, yeah, it's like basically a year, but, like the mo- we we don't see ninety eight percent of that interaction because it mm-hmm. cuts from the four seasons, right? And so I just I feel like if they do Joel and Ellie, 
that's a mistake because we know how it's supposed to end. And I don't doubt that it could be maybe entertaining, but like knowing exactly how it's supposed to end kind of takes away from the shock, which that the ending was shocking, which is what makes it so great. Right. And if we just exist in the last of us world, it's just another zombie movie. Yeah. Especially if, like you said, if they don't try to do something different with the story, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't, I never really understood the reason for a last of us movie. If they like, if they, if they were just trying to just to recreate it, like, and give more like, you know, context in between, like, you know, if, if it was like still the same start to finish, but then we got more of the middle stuff that like, you know, is taken up by you playing the game. Like basically like, it, instead of playing the game you get you get a full thing of cutscenes, and that's the movie like that would be that interesting be to cool, watch but then at, at best we're gonna get two hours of that yeah i and it, it, it would be like you said like there would be no shock shock value you'd already know the ending but like maybe maybe get to know joel and ellie better as characters which would be kind of cool maybe have more context as to like you know the decision that's made at the end of the movie that kind of stuff yeah, so I, it's i mean getting yeah I, yeah i just I, I, I don't know if it's a great idea now the more yeah, the I more mean, i think about it at least I would watch it if it like came out like on Netflix or whatever, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be like rushing to go to the theater to see it by any means. But because I think so. that's the problem with most movies, whenever or like most movie adaptations of games, and that's why I've said a couple podcasts ago, I'm so tired of people treating movies like the ultimate medium of something. Sure, and because something just exists better in game because you spend hours with these characters. That's why you care about them so much. That's why in your mind you like you get why Joel would care so much for Ellie and vice versa because you just spent the last like eight hours like playing them together. Yeah. But at least if yeah. it's a movie, we're only at best, we're going to get really at best. We're going to get like an hour and a half because even if the movie's two hours, it's not going to start with them immediately knowing or getting to know each other. That didn't even happen in the game. It took right. a minute before you actually get introduced to Ellie. So like trying yeah, to make another... that relationship work on screen. That is going to feel rushed. I'm super worried. It's going to feel rushed. Yeah. Is that but, confirmed yeah. happening still or I, I keep hearing confirmed and then like it gets quiet. I don't hmm. remember if it's going to be a movie or a, I think the best way for this to exist is a uh, limited series. I think give it a Netflix deal, give it eight episodes, like eight hour long episodes. Sure. That would be, I think way better. Yeah. But hmm. yeah, that's just last of us. Uh, so I looked up space force on rotten tomatoes has a 39% score. Jeez. Not good, but to be <laughs> completely fair, it has a seventy-seven percent audience score. So, so critics don't like it, but the audience critics hate does. it. Audiences love it, which is basically my life. So, <laughs> like, yeah, Steve Carell did funny. I'm like, did he do funny? But uh, I do. I do. I'll give them credit. I do like the star-studded cast of. Yeah, they have a lot. Of yeah, the big cast. Yeah, you got Lisa uh, Lisa Kudrow, Phoebe from Friends. You got Steve Carell. You got John Ralphio. You got John Malkovich. You have. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting the girl's name. Something Silver. I think Diana Silver. It's his daughter. She's in um. She was in a movie called Oh Boy, my space on the movie. She was in a movie called Ma and stuff. Oh okay. Well, and also like the guy that plays uh, uh Joe from Family Guy, whatever his name is. Oh Patrick, uh, I think Wilburton. Yeah, like he's whatever. also a that big scene kind of did make me chuckle, but they did that joke already, and I think get smart with the different branches crapping on the Coast Guard. <laughs> they did that joke in Get Smart already. Okay. Which Steve Carell was in. So I kind of feel like I can tell when Steve Carell, because he created the show too. He yeah. created it. I can tell the parts where Steve Carell did his thing. Just because I don't think Steve Carell's funny, like his own writing. I think he's he, he's comedically funny delivering someone else's material. Hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know hundred percent, but so my week, uh, I watched a move, the movie that Ian recommended a couple episodes ago called searching. That was freaking fantastic. Really, really, really cool. Really, really good. It is the single best use of that medium. Uh, if you don't know, it's about a dad whose daughter goes missing and he's trying to find her and the entire movie is shot via desktops and webcams. That's yeah. So, I remember him telling me that. Yeah. I remember him telling dude, me it's so freaking good. Like I was, Amber's working from home <clears throat> and I'm going to sell her out a little bit here. She's uh, working at home and I started the movie and I kid you not the first seven minutes. Uh, I say spoiler. It's literally like the, what the movie is. But the first seven minutes is a super, super sad emotional montage that reminds the, the easiest com- com- competition would be up the opening uh-huh. scene from up. And I yeah. think this movie does a way better job uh, at <laughs> that. Plus, it utilizes the medium way better. So, like, I'm, I'm watching that and Amber's just like, uh, what are you watching? And I explain what I'm watching. She's like, OK. So she's like working on her laptop, watching the movie. And then she just like puts her laptop down and just like watches the movie with me <laughs> because it's that good. It gets that interesting. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah it's really really good i did a rant about that'll be released on friday uh if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that check that out but yeah so i watched Sweet. searching what's up uh, i was gonna say uh you said that uh, amber is working from home i also forgot nothing about my week is that i also will be starting a new a new job on july 13th um Ooh. possibly working from home for a little bit at least so working for blue cross blue cross blue shield um so that'd be cool. Basically yeah. working in like the claims department. So I think for like the first eight weeks or so, I'll probably be working at home. So that'd be kind of cool. So long time. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's really uh, cool. Yeah. I mean, like I know you last week you said you had a pretty good week, even though like the rest of the world was kind of hurting. It's like I kind of felt like the same way this week. It's like, hey, I got a new job. You yeah. know, beat a professional disc golfer, like, you know, at his own, you know, one of his courses. So I was like, yeah, it's pretty good week. <laughs> Things are turning up Darren. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I go ahead. What else did you have no. for your week? Uh, so I played a... Amber was out of town this weekend, so I played a lot, uh, a lot of God of War, and I already beat the game before, but I played it this time. I'm like scraping every single thing <laughs> I can for this game. Literally last night, I was up till about two in the morning. Did you do the level, Darren? It's completely uh, no spoilers because I'm going to play it eventually. Yeah, no spoilers here. It's a complete side uh, side quest that you can choose or not choose to do. Visit the I forgot the name of the the realm, but it's basically the hell realm. Oh yeah, there's like I, I, fire and brimstone everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's just trials. Is all that realm is like you go to oh, a, a big sword it? and it's like take no damage and you get a bunch of like XP and gold okay. and crap. I thought you were so because you go there for the story. So you're saying you that's go back. Helheim, which is like the the ghosts and yes. the yeah. The, it's fro. It's cold. Is that hell? Which I think is fascinating. This okay. one is legitimate, like l- like lava looking. Hell. Okay, no, I did. I never went there. No. Yeah, unless you choose to go there, you don't have to. Sorry, you don't have to go there to complete the game. It's just like I said, I'm scraping everything I can, uh, slowly progress to slowly progress. But I spent like two hours doing that, and then I spent an- one hour. Uh, this isn't a spoiler. There's a Valkyrie on top of that volcano. Uh, the final thing of that uh, level. Yeah. I spent an hour. Oh, it's one of them. There's eight. Yeah. There's, uh, and I, I spent over an hour trying to fight her. And that's pretty good for Valkyrie. I feel like that's pretty decent. Like it took me so it is, it was one of the most brutal fights ever had in a game. It's uh, the Valkyries are so freaking hard. Valkyries are freaking hard. And this chick is super. And I'm, I'm that's, I'm halfway. I have four of eight Valkyries. I want to get all of them because I want to come on a hundred percent this game. 
in dude it's, <laughs> oh my god it's so brutal but god of war does something that i want every video game to do forever now uh i think spider-man does it a tiny bit but not to the the most bold and in my opinion in my opinion and i frankly I think factual like the best way of doing this where like it's a game where there's a main story and there's side missions and you don't have to do the side missions but like literally like there's beats in the story where after you do something for the story atreus will go huh, like, huh so are we gonna go do the next thing or we could just go explore up to you whatever you want to do <laughs> like i'm just like all right thank you and i'm like doing a bunch of crap and like literally like, after every so many things during the mission atreus will be like Huh, we should go explore for a little bit, then come back to this. And I'm like, all right, yeah. So I just yeah, you're I, right, Atreus. <laughs> yeah, like it's just so helpful uh with story-wise, because I'm like, I don't know if I should do the story more or I should do side missions. And then there was a moment I'm rearing towards the end of the game. And there's a moment that was great where that same type of thing happens where a character goes, uh, yeah, if we're gonna go here, you might want to take care of whatever you gotta take care of, because Lord knows how long or uh, but like how long it'll take for us to get back. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you so much for telling me this is hard progress. That's like, yeah. it means I can't come back later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It is the best. Like, I appreciate them doing that so much because it makes me like less stressed playing the game. Yeah. Where I'm just like, okay, I can pause. Like, Cause Spider-Man kind of did it where like during Spider-Man will be like, Oh, I got to go meet Mary Jane or, Oh, I've got about, you know, I got a couple, little bit of time. I can do something else. Yeah, which is right. like it's a soft version of it, but Atreus is literally like, we can do whatever the freaking crap we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, God of War to me is probably my favorite of the PlayStation Four generation. A great game. Spider Man's a very close second. Whenever I get my God of War back from you, then yeah, I'll, I'll probably try to go back and. It's your dad. Well. Your dad, dad has it, dude. What? I have your Spider Man. Has you it. and my Spider Man. My dad has my dad has Heath slash Lee's God of War. That's right. Yeah, okay. Dude. Okay. Re- right. Yeah, I I'm enjoying i love that game so much i'm a sucker for god of war i loved all the god of war games i just i love that i love greek mythology and so i love greek mythology sitting in norse mythology everything about it and like if you you don't have to play the original god of war games it helps you a lot though appreciate certain moments there's a handful of moments that happen where you get in context but if you experienced god of war in the other games literally my jaw dropped the first time I was playing the game and something happened and I'm like, Oh, that means this, 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 and that, or like, that's this person. And like, <laughs> if you're not familiar with who it is, you're like, I don't know. Oh, okay. They said they name dropped. I get who that is now. But like, yeah, Matt, whenever yeah, you play yeah. it, uh, I would definitely recommend like watching a video like about like the recap of the other earlier games. Cause I watched the recap of them after i played it for some reason that was really stupid but like you know after i listened or like you know went through the story i was like man i need to go back and see what we what i missed and that was stupid i should have done it first so like yeah, when you play time, it watch like a 20 minute video online like that recaps all the other games i mean frankly sit down i think i saw one online that's like an hour treat it like a movie because every bit of information helps you because the mm. game doesn't require you to know certain things. It definitely rewards you. It's that conversation we've had before you're rewarded for knowing more about this character and about this world. And there's little Easter eggs where you're just like, Oh, but if you don't know, then you're just like, Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like, dude, it's, it's, it's great. And plus I just, I love the the story of God of war, which is people don't talk about that enough. God of war as a story is just freaking fantastic. I'm talking about the old ones. The there's yeah. technically like, five or six if you count the psp versions and i think there was the god of war there was one after three 
I can't remember the name of it. It didn't do very well. Where it's technically a prequel, but dude, yeah, the God of War games, I want them to remaster them super hard. They did a remaster back for like the PS3, and I want them to do one for like the next generation because I love old God of War games. Sure. But yeah, uh, that was my week. Cool. Um, Okay, so I have an important question that I need to know the answer to. It's very, it's very important. I've already asked Brandy about it. And the question was presented, uh, as many of you know, that listen, have listened to the podcast for any amount of time. I religiously listened to the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gotts podcast. It's a radio, uh, sports radio show on ESPN, um, that they do a podcast every day as well. I listen to them every single day. Um, and for like the last like four or five days, the question that they've been ha- like, it's been like a very controversial debated question, on their show for like the last five days they've had like you know experts on the subject they've had like you know heated opinions about the subject and so that question is do you pee in the shower yes <laughs> AJ? Uh, i have no quote uh quarrels about it if i have absolutely 100 percent peed in the shower but do you i don't th- I have, but I don't think I, I, I do. I usually like take care of myself before I go into the shower. I take, <laughs> take care poo, of yourself. <laughs> I take my poo slash pee if I have to. I usually like shave, do all the like the maintenance work, and then I take a shower. It's like the shower is technically like the last step of my like hygiene procedure. So I'm typically done peeing by then. But I will. Yeah. I have no quarrels about it. If someone says they pee in the shower, pee in the shower, do you? It's your, so, your pee is no more gross than what's on your body. <laughs> that's a good point that was one of the things there was two different schools of thought there was one school of thought in that you know when you pee then like there's a very good chance that like you'd be standing in your own pee for some amount of time you know like essentially that was the not, thing. If you, not if you stand at the one end of the tub and then pee toward the drain it's <laughs> a lot of effort to pee in the shower <laughs> not really you just take a step back yeah, I mean, like, if it, but basically, this guy was saying he's like, well, you know, I live with uh, my, my, you know, wife and two girls, and you know, so the drain kind of gets clogged a little bit, and so when I pee, then like I can like see my, my <laughs> urine like you know, kind of puddling up next to the drain, and so that just kind of grosses me out. So yeah, I don't, I don't pee in the shower because of that, and I was, and then my thinking was just like, just unclog your drain, you gross. <laughs> like, Dude, Amber and I have a an awesome, and this is the like boomer adults uh, part of the podcast we have this drain plug that is a hair catch but yeah. it looks just like a normal drain plug hmm. and it's it, it's awesome it sucks that you have to clean it like every single time you shower like every day yeah because it traps the hair so well that it'll just start backing up the water yeah like every time after uh, you take a shower okay but it's good and the follow-up question to this now is do you pee in the pool no. everybody pees in the pool <laughs> I'm actually a little more sympathetic to peeing in the pool than in the shower for some reason. You're more sympathetic to peeing in the pool? I'm a little more sympathetic because it is a process to get out of the pool, dry off, go if you like go into the house or whatever and then pee and then come back you're dripping all over the house. I'm not saying it's better, but with that in mind as opposed to the effort of like you're literally standing by a toilet when you're in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> you're standing next to what is essentially a toilet. The, the bathtub is just a giant toilet, essentially, right? I mean, it goes the same place. S- sort of. But the, that, that's the, why I'm saying. That's why I'm more sympathetic to people peeing in the the pool because look how much further you are from the toilet. That is true, but also the difference is that you're not... <laughs> the rest of the time, you're not swimming in your own urine. Like, whenever you pee in the shower... The, I'm not the sh- saying it's more gro- or less gross. <laughs> 
I'm not saying it's less evil either. Like you go to a freaking per- like a friend's house and you just ruin their pool forever. I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm saying I'm more sympathetic to the it like that shame of just like yeah I'm gonna pee here. <laughs> <laughs> like I just think the question would be is like do you trust chlorine enough? Like do you trust the chlorine in your pool like enough to I pee in a I, shower? I think I talked to you guys that the pool smell is all pee, right? Oh. <laughs> Because there was yeah, a, I've heard that it was yeah. the Mark Rober YouTube channel <laughs> oh, where he showed that he demonstrated because he was talking to uh, he wanted to disprove and all that stuff that like garbage <laughs> wise tale like there's a chemical where if you pee in the pool it turns the pool purple that's up that's a thousand percent a lie that does not exist stop people need to stop perpetuating that lie it, it just doesn't scare kids yeah it doesn't exist <laughs> and uh, they the, as he was talking to like this urinologist because he. Had, basically it was like how much pee is in a pool he like went to a bunch of pools got a bunch of samples and she was like there's it's all pee all pools are like 90 percent pee but she was like that pool smell that chlorine smell you associate with with a pool is all urine that smell comes from urine mixing with chlorine because the guy even tested it he got like a, a he got like a bucket full of three times the amount of chlorine you're supposed to put in a pool put that in a in a bucket another bucket with the same amount of chlorine in like a Dixie cup of pee and he let he sat out there for like a few days and then he opened up the just chlorine one he's like I don't smell anything this thing smells like water and then he opened the pee one he's like oh no <laughs> he's like that's that like memory that's that like childhood memory of what a pool smells like he's like that's all pee yeah that's all it's pools so are just pee gross. Yeah, I don't. I I I don't. I disagree with you a hundred percent though. In that, in that, <laughs> uh, the uh, the peeing in the shower is a hundred percent more okay than peeing in a pool. Like because again, peeing in the shower, you're not hurting anyone else but yourself. Like the only person you're hurting is potentially your own feet. But like you said at the beginning, is like you also got dirt on you, like some oils that you're washing. I, off. I'm like, very so confident that pee is more sanitary or like it's sterile. I think it's yeah. more sanitary than like if you're just like scrape all the crap off someone's hand throughout the day yeah um and also like i honestly like if i have to pee and i'm gonna get in the shower i intentionally wait until i get in the shower and then I'll okay pee. that's weird dude no no <laughs> what about you matt is that you same thing for you too or no uh say it again would you say i said that like if i'm going to get in the shower and i have to pee i will wait until i get in the shower and then i'll pee is, is that oh, weird uh I've done that, but I've also peed before I got in the shower too. It's just it's it's a matter of how bad do we gotta go, I guess. Well, yeah, that's true. But the thing about it is, is that there's no you know, like you know one of the chores of being a man is having to like you know aim, whereas like you just have the childhood glee of just like just pulling down your pants, you know metaphorically of course because you're already naked, and then just peeing. You don't have to be paying attention. You just like let it rip. Dude, that's. That how do we poll question this? <laughs> what do you mean? Like <laughs> how do we poll this? Because I think that is like the what you're describing. I think is so weird and foreign. Where <laughs> I get weird? like I said, I totally am sympathetic if you pee in the shower. That's totally fine. I don't judge you. It's but I if it's like you you said like you will purposefully not pee in the toilet because yay I get to pee in the shower that's weird <laughs> no I'm not it's not like I'm excited having to, to pee, pee in the, the shower, shower and getting to pee in the shower are two entirely different attitudes <laughs> look, look, to the peeing in the shower conundrum it's not like I'm like gleeful because like oh cool I need to shower I'll also pee at the same time it's more of just like I'm going to shower I have to pee anyways I'll just wait 30 seconds and then pee while I'm already in the shower like okay, that's just or the other way to think of it is, is you're saving 30 seconds by peeing in the shower 
shower and like that's not better. It is. I mean, I brush my teeth in the shower. I pee in the shower. I I, I brush mean, my teeth. I used to. I used to brush my teeth in the shower all the time. That is so efficiency. Much, it's so much nicer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's way easier, and you don't have to worry about like I don't know all the, like the you know get, getting all over your mouth. Dude, all you're like disgusting. The, you're brushing <laughs> your teeth in a toilet. <laughs> Brushing my teeth in the toilet? It's all gross. It's all juices. We just talked about the juices that come off your body that are gross anyways. I know, but... Oh. <laughs> okay, I, want, I don't know how we make the poll question. I don't know how to maybe, phrase that either. Maybe we'll just just let people like send us emails. I want to hear what people... let us yeah. know because I need to know if I'm the weird one that's <laughs> like, oh, look at you with your fancy blah, blah, blah. Or they're just like, ew, you trash person. Stop look. pee in the toilet before you go in the shower. The only time I pee in the shower is when I'm in the shower and then the moment of oh now I have to pee I don't have to pee before I get in the shower <laughs> like the thing, the thing is, is again I want to make it clear before you guys send the emails and just try to rail me <laughs> you're trying to defend yourself <laughs> I don't want to get railed here I'm trying to, I want to make my, my position clear it's not a glee thing although I mean <laughs> peeing in the shower is pretty nice I have to be honest but that's not the reason I like that I do it you don't want to be gleeful but you are you're ashamed <laughs> of how gleeful you are <laughs> <laughs> that's possible but the point is is that i'm just like i go to the shower okay and i'm like i know i have to pee and it's like again i can just wait 30 seconds and save you know I, there was a stat there was a stat on that same podcast that said if every person peed in the shower rather than peeing in the toilet then you would save like 209 billion gallons of water per year like i need to find that stat for sure but like i think that's what they said and so if anything i'm actually i care about the environment more than aj does and so <laughs> if you want to write in make sure you know before you write in that if you rail me then you are also railing the planet earth and you're a jerk so yeah i want to hear your thoughts uh, that's all i have on the p discussion um all let right. us know well <laughs> i didn't do this last week cuz i i I, I didn't feel there weren't a lot of things to come up, but it's time for who died this week. <laughs> oh God. I have to do this in a gleeful way. Otherwise it's super depressing. Uh, Joel Schumacher, a very famous director. He directed Batman and uh, Robin, the, unfortunately the garbage one, Zzz, the one with um, Jim Carrey and the one with uh, Mr. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. He unfortunately passed away and I want to make sure he actually did direct the one with the Batman returns the one that returns Batman forever. I think is the one who did that, but I mean, that's, it's unfortunate. He definitely did Batman and Robin. I don't know if he did Batman forever, but it's depressing because he's done a lot of good movies. He did the original fan of the opera back in 04. He did eight millimeter. He did a movie called phone booth. He uh, did some house of cards episodes. He's a great director. And unfortunately his most famous movies is, or his, probably his worst ones. Batman Robin was a freaking travesty. That was the one with Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze with the uh, the Bat credit card and stuff. It was terrible. And he admitted, mm-hmm. he's like, I made that movie and they told me basically sell toys is what this movie was about. Okay. He unfortunately passed away. Uh, this happened a week or so ago and I'm, I need to actually look it up because I'm going to be, I'm going to feel bad if I don't get this right. But uh, before I get to the next guy, Matt, I know we typically talk about people who uh, during who died this week, but would you like to do a, a little plug in for what died this week? Oh, <laughs> good old mixer boy. <laughs> Rip mixer. Dude. We barely knew ye. <laughs> when that platform showed up, like when it 
first existed, I knew it was doomed. Because, like, freaking pioneers of anything are always going to be the standard, and they're always going to be the best. Yeah, say that to Blockbuster. (laughs) Did they... Did they found uh well okay they the reason blockbuster died is cuz technology changed Hey well technology changed but, and mixer died and they weren't the pioneer I'm just saying say it to blockbuster blockbuster rest in peace god dang they were so good But you're you're right on that but it's a different idea like different same concept different actual idea I guess I'm just saying it was blockbuster mm-hmm. man that's all I'm saying They but mixer they legit had to buy streamers to come stream on their platform for people to use their platform. And Dude, it, it was just such a difficult platform because I, I signed us up as well to uh, to use it and it literally takes 24 hours before you're allowed to start streaming anything. If you create your account, you have to wait 24 hours before you're allowed to stream anything. Before they'll send you like all your information. Yeah. It's just a flawed thing. Yeah, it's, Dude, it's weird. My, my question is is Ninja and Shroud and all those people that signed that contract, are they still going to get that money? Of course they are. I'm sure they are. No and I'm chance. sure they knew. They're like, this is clearly, I'll I'll do this for whatever, however long Mixer lasted and get friggin' millions of dollars. I'm sure, I'm sure they did get like a million or so dollars at least. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, it's rumored that Ninja's contract was over seven figures. So yeah. I don't doubt that. I, I'm very, very sure it is. Well, and also like, and people can call Ninja and try to sell outs, but like, don't, oh, don't, I don't call them don't, a sellout at all. I, I, that's what I'm saying is that like, yeah, like it sucks because like you lost the ability to watch Ninja and Shroud on Twitch, but it's like, put yourself in that situation and tell me you wouldn't want a million dollars to play video games. Like, I mean, I, I just can't, you can't spend other people's money. You can't be like in a situation like, well, no, I would take less money because I'm a, I'm a stand up person. Like, okay, dude, whenever you are offered $1 yeah. million to play video games and you turn it down, then please, you know, let us know, send us an email, <laughs> like, because I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I don't believe I am not mad at them at all. They're not doing stuff that's changing the world. They are entertainers and they're entertaining on another platform. I don't give a crap. Good on them for making that money, dude. Well, and, and also like they're in a situation where that can like just secure their future. I mean, they can just, just, just like play video games for like five to ten years, be really good at video games, be the best at the top of their game for five to ten years, and then never work a day in their life. And yeah. li- literally, like good. even currently, like you know, like of course streaming isn't like not not a job. I'm sure that playing the same video game every single day feels like a job. But in comparison to working in an office and like you know working with people you don't like and yada yada yada, like it's definitely less than a job. And mm-hmm. you know what they're used to so like they literally like won't work a day in their life if as long as like this money comes to them and so i dude who cares like i'm yeah do, do your thing good on them uh so the other person who died unfortunately is a guy named mel winkler he's a he was a character actor and we know him as the i didn't know the character's name but he was the voice of the mask from crash bandicoot the original mask the uh aku aku is his name oh wow where you get the little like invincibility mask and you go like or whatever he would say it's a whole thing about what i looked so like looking up aku aku voice actor it says like aku aku what does he say it's like a big thing but yeah he unfortunately passed away which sucks i loved crash bandicoot and that's a, literally a joke amber and i made when we first started dating was just the whole like anytime like i don't know like we put on a mask or like anytime something went on our face or whatever it was always a bit and so those actors uh, them may they all except for mixer rest in peace Okay, but that's all you have? For who died this week? Oh, crap. No, there was someone else who died. There was someone else. Uh, I'll I'll give you 10 seconds to find out who else died because it's the most important one, I think, of all of them. 
Like, no, okay, no, maybe, that, that maybe seems kind of that's maybe kinda it's kinda on my uh, Ian Holm. <gasps> Crap! No, yeah, you're right. That is he's literally on my thing now. He was buried yeah. on something else. Yeah, uh, Bilbo, the original Bilbo. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Uh, he died three days yeah. ago. So that's, very that's sad. He very sad. He was. I knew. I didn't realize it was a, this. That's how talented this guy was. Every he's famously Bilbo from the original, not the New Hobbit, the old Lord of the Rings, and I think the opening scene from the first Hobbit movie, they brought him back. He's old Bilbo. And he is also the Android from the original alien movie, which came out in like the seventies. I didn't realize it was the same dude. He's that di- like diverse of an actor. So very yeah, and, sad. And also voice acted Skinner from Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Skinner. Is that the critic? He's the villain. Yeah. He's the bad guy. I, didn't, I can't believe this came up. I forgot to mention that. Amber and I watched Ratatouille for the first time this week on Disney+. Plus. Oh, uh, yeah. He was, the, he was the villain in Ratatouille. Yeah, I so never good. saw Ratatouille. Ratatouille was fantastic. It's very I good. never saw it. Yeah. It was just, it slept, it, it, it passed by me, and I'm just like, eh, one day, and then fast forward 13 years later, and I'm like, ah, oh, sure, let's watch it, Amber. <laughs> but uh, it was great. Yeah. Pat Oswald did a great job in it. It was very good. There's a lot of cool, like, visual stuff. Sorry, visual stuff in it. But yeah, mm-hmm. super sad, uh, Ian Holm, that... Uh, may all of you, except for Mixer, again. <laughs> except <peace>. for Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I hope, sort of, that there's always going to be a fun little buffer there where, like, GameStop will die in a week or two, and then all I right. get to cover them. I'm wait- I'm eyeballing you super hard GameStop <laughs> one day. So, he didn't die, but this kind of takes us to our news. The Undertaker has formally announced his retirement. He is done with WWE. Didn't he already do that? I was going to say, I thought he already did that. He retired a few times, like kind of without <laughs> saying he was retiring. Uh, he literally won episode, like one match. I think it was WrestleMania. He like left the ring. He put his hat and like trench coat in the center of the ring, folded up and then left. That's if that's not like a visual for like retirement, I don't know. But then he came back, did a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. He has formally said, uh, he's like, I have no ambition to return to the ring there. I, there's nothing else for me to do. Huh. He's like, I've accomplished every goal I've had in WWE. There's nothing left for me to want to do. All right. Well, we'll and see if he comes back for WrestleMania next year. Yeah. So we'll see if he comes <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> I'm sure if they offer him enough money or if they give him a cool enough storyline, he'll be like, I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, like, that's one of those things that, like, maybe the Undertaker doesn't come back or, like, you know, maybe, like, the whatever the guy's name is doesn't, like, doesn't want Mark to, but Holloway. he's like, Mark Holloway doesn't want to come back, but he's like, but the Undertaker does want to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, so we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, this is the most we've gotten from the Undertaker formally saying anything about retiring. Dude is broken, man. I was watching more clips of like what he does before like WrestleMania. And he does, he says he spends like a whole day getting all the, he says like all the voodoo juju he can get for his body. He's like, he does the, the cryo therapy thing where like you stand in the little like yeah, super fridge cold. and it, and it's yeah. like like negative a couple freaking hundred degrees or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he does that. He does cryotherapy, like, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I think that's what the term is. He does like super deep tissue massages. He's like, I've done it all. I've done, uh, what's the thing with the needles? Acupuncture. Mm. He's like, I've done all that crap. Anything to give my body an edge. Because this mm. dude is freaking broken. <laughs> he wants to go out and get thrown into a car or something on the <laughs> WWE. But Jeez. yeah. Rip Undertaker, you're uh you're absolutely a staple in the genre geeks mythos. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, well, hopefully, I, I say hopefully, I, I kind of hopefully you don't return to the ring, man. Let your legacy live on, live <laughs> your rest of your life happy and healthy, man. 
So uh, that happened. And uh, did you guys see that picture of Jamie Foxx? No. Uh, he, I'll go I did, look at it real quick. It was a picture and an announcement. Look up Jamie Foxx Tyson. Okay. Apparently Jamie Foxx is playing Mike Tyson in a new movie. And dude got, he was already in shape. Dude got freaking shredded. Uh, I'm not seeing a picture. Uh, let me see if I can find one and send it to you. Yeah, dude. He. Oh my God. Look I up, did not see a picture. Look at Jamie Foxx, Tyson. Is it the first one? Yeah, it's just the mirror picture. Yeah, it's like a. It was on Instagram or something. But you can see his shoulders and crap. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty big. What the crap? Look at his look freaking biceps and stuff, dude. Yeah, go check this picture out if you're listening to this. Look up Jamie yeah, Foxx. Look up Jamie Foxx Tyson because uh, yeah, he is a mammoth of a person right now because <laughs> Tyson has a very famous physique. And Jamie Foxx is apparently going for it, which I appreciate. What's the, is it like a documentary or something? Or like I a, think it's well, a proper movie. Or like a bi- biopic or something? Or? Yeah, like it's, um, if you remember, Jamie Foxx did a Ray Charles movie a bunch of years back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Foxx is an incredible impersonator, and so I'm very... Yes, he is. I'm I'm super convinced, and I'm sure it's going to take a, a couple... I'm talking, I'm, it's probably going to take 20 minutes of the movie for us to get over him doing an, a Tyson impression. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get over it, but I'm sure it's going to take some time for it to happen. Well, he's definitely does a good Mike Tyson because he's done it plenty of times on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Like that's one of his like famous like on like the wheel of impressions that they do all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of his that he does every time, and it's really good. So this would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I don't know anything about the movie itself. I don't know who's writing it, who's directing it. I just I know I like Jamie Foxx as a performer, and we've seen Jamie Foxx do biopics and i'm very convinced he it's in the right hands yeah. uh tyson is a fascinating person i love tyson so i'm definitely interested in what this movie says interesting uh speaking of movies animorphs is hitting the big screen what animorphs the well, children's better, book from the 90s if that doesn't get the record for the worst like movie ooh, that was a bad voice crack no worst there it is yeah of like all time <laughs> I I'm say be very disappointed. Yeah. It's books. There's over fifty of them. No, I'm I'm saying if it and doesn't get the like the worst like theoretical performance, like movie, like money wise. I don't know, like, dude. It I mean, do I hope awful. it's gonna be good. Why? Here's the thing. I re- I read a ton. <laughs> I didn't finish the series, but I read a ton of Animorphs books as a kid, and they were good for children. But there's <laughs> have you not seen all those things about how Animorphs is like entirely inappropriate for kids? Because there's like, there's cannibalism in it. There's basically rape in it. There's like a ton of like really adult themed stuff dealing with trauma, (laughs) dealing with depression and suicide, all this stuff for a book that I read when I was in like fourth grade. Wait, a series of books. I I never read even one book. I'm looking up right now. There was a 90s TV show that was very short lived about Animorphs. And uh, I'm trying to recall what I remember. I know there was an alien who came to like Earth and. Uh, I think there was another alien species. Uh, maybe he defected or there was like another alien species coming to like kill earth or something or earthlings. And he gives these kids the ability to turn into animals, but there was like a ton of cool like rules for it. So like you can only be an animal for like two hours or you were trapped in that form. And there was a kid who like became a Falcon and like stayed for longer than two hours. So he stayed a Falcon forever. And then some magical thing happened where he could turn back human, but he was still like, he became a Falcon like kind of mentally. So he was like eating mice and crap as a person. It was freaking interesting. (laughs) It's a really interesting story. Okay. So I have to admit, like I was listening to you talk about Animorphs for a bit at first. And like, I was thinking, I was like, 
what are you talking about? And so I had to look up real quick. And I the whole time, for like until I figured it out, until I actually searched Animorphs, I thought you were talking about Animaniacs, like the old cartoon oh. show. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, Why is no, this no. getting a movie? If you guys don't remember, <laughs> think of those books when you were a little kid. If you're a Gen Z or millennial, think back to those books with like the 3D covers where a kid turns into like a horse or a freaking yeah, bear yeah. or something. I remember the covers now, but I was like so confused. I was thinking like this weird, like, <laughs> like the... Looney Tunes clone, whatever. Animaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I I was really show. confused. Yeah. It was really funny. But anim- but, uh, yeah. Animorphs. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it, it'll do, it'll be incredible or terrible. <laughs> I don't think it'll exist in between. Is it going to be, be terrible? Well, I, I say, is it going to be like fully animated or like live action type stuff? I think or? it's going to be live action from what I okay. understand. Hmm. Like well, I said, see how it goes. It's going to be an extreme one way or the other. I have uh, zero interest in watching it. I may watch it like on Netflix, maybe like but I have no. zero expectations for it. Mm-hmm. I just I'm hoping it's good. But like I said, it, it can be terrible because it's it's a thing that I feel like unless they change a lot of it, it's just I don't see it working today, but we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, Darren, did you did you hear about the Bubba Wallace news from nascar yeah dude god you want to tell the story about this who would have thought i went my whole life up until this year actively not giving a crap about nascar i would mock it as a sport i'd say it's uninteresting i I understand that there's skill involved i just think it's uninteresting skill i I, nothing about nascar interests me in the least but this year dude has yeah. been the year of NASCAR. <laughs> Negative? Positive? They have... Uh, well, okay, I'll just tell a story. Uh, if you don't already know this story, I, surely if you're like even a little bit informed, you probably should know that I want to talk about it anyways, but I'll go ahead and just inform those who haven't heard the story. So Bubba Wallace is the only black driver in NASCAR currently. Um he has been very adamant, like has been trying to bring like the Black Lives Matter movement to the NASCAR, yada, yada. And so he um, <laughs> just the other day, uh, well, I guess it was two days ago, the, before the race, they had a race on Monday. Oh, well, today, actually. Um, and I guess it was Sunday after practice. He, one of his crew members walked into his garage and they found a noose hanging in the garage, like literally like a noose that you would hang someone with was hanging in his garage. Mm-hmm. And so NASCAR official, or yeah, they told NASCAR officials, NASCAR officials debated and they said, yeah, we're going to announce it. We're going to find this person, whoever did it and figure out who it is and make sure that they're punished appropriately. You know, you remove from the sport entirely, whoever it is, yada, yada. Um, gosh, man, this is just awful. It's just so crazy. Uh, like NASCAR has been known for a long time to be a, pretty southern dominated sport you know like in terms of like southern conservatives dominantly white you know bubble wallace is the only black driver i think there's only been like five or six black drivers in the sport the entire time you know so not a great track history track record in terms of like you know being very racially appropriate like just in general you know the fans aren't very racially appropriate you know like the thing that happened just the other day was the big news was that they finally banned the confederate flag and even like on top of that on top of this whole news thing like during the during the uh truck series race there were people that were flying the confederate flag over the track did you see that picture aj 
I did not know. There was a uh, a person, an individual who was flying a plane over the track with the Confederate flag going behind it and said, defund NASCAR. <laughs> like, you know, people were saying defund the police. They said, mm-hmm. hung, hung a, a Confederate flag behind and said, defund NASCAR. So, yeah, NASCAR, uh, it's obviously not NASCAR's fault. You know, NASCAR has been trying, you know, as a sport, been trying to kind of change the image. But then, you know, as fans, one thing, you know, you can't control what the fans do. But then it, it's an inside job. You know, it's it, there's people that had access to his garage, which especially during the coronavirus, the pandemic, you know, not a lot of people have access to the track at all. Like even reporters aren't allowed on the track. Like they had like 5,000 fans and only essential personnel even allowed on the track. And so for them to, for there to be a noose hanging in the garage, it's like someone that was closely involved with the sport somehow that did this. And it's like, wow, like this is awful. It's, it's just so crazy. And like NASCAR very like quickly was like, okay, we're going to change our image. We're going to ban the Confederate flag. We're going to take a stance. We're going to support our driver. And within 24 hours, you know, the, the news is broken that <laughs> someone in NASCAR hung, hangs a noose in the only black car, black driver's uh, garage. Like, they're so that's just bad. <laughs> I'm skeptical. Okay. Uh, are you guys familiar with the actor? And I, I keep trying. I was trying to find how to u- pronounce the guy's name. Uh, Jusse Smolier. Oh yeah, yeah, Ju- Jesse. Yeah, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think I think it's Sm- yeah. I know you're talking about Jesse Smollett. I'm trying to I'm trying to enunciate uh, I, it correctly. I think it's Smollett. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not confident in that. But I'm getting vibes of that as much as I'm. I'm just. I'm naturally a skeptic. Do you remember the the controversy yeah, with him? Yeah, basically you're thinking that it was planted. That's what you're trying to say. He, yeah, Jesse Smollett, he faked a whole thing, hired actors, did all this crap, pretending, saying, claiming that these guys put a noose around his neck and uh, called him a bunch of bad N-words and had they had MAGA hats, threw bleach in his face. Turns out it was all fake. He lied. I'm a tiny bit skeptical about that with Bubba Wallace not saying I'm not saying that it didn't happen or that it isn't just a hate thing it would it, it's entirely possible little spider sense is tingling where I'm just like who had like I'm stealing this from Dave Chappelle but it's like who had rope <laughs> like I encourage you to watch Dave Chappelle stand up about that because he tears into Juicy, uh, Juicy Smollett's story where he's like the entire black community was like Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all these white people are like that's terrible that's hateful and the black people were like mm, we're gonna we're not gonna sell you out but we're gonna stay quiet on this one <laughs> but i'm skeptical i mean i understand this the skepticism i i think because the fact that you said like there it was a limited access type situation it does seem odd for this to happen especially like you know so soon afterwards I think there's like a, a decent chance that it was, you know, it was truly out of hate. I think it's probably, you know, like, let's just say like 85, 15, like 15% being that it was a planted job or like, you know, like, sure. like a, like yeah. a, a calculated effort to like change the narrative or whatever. You know, like they were trying to like, you know, make him a martyr of the sport. Like, you know, maybe it wasn't even him. Maybe it was someone else that like, maybe Bubble Wallace was in no way involved. Maybe it was like someone else that was just like trying to, they had no intentions of hate. They just wanted to like, okay, well let's just make this a bigger issue than it already is. Like just make this like go national and shine light on the thing. And yeah, that that's entirely possible. Like I'm not saying it's not possible, but, um, 
it, it makes it more likely because of the fact that there was such limited access, but there are cameras in the garage. Like they're going to yeah. figure out who did it. Maybe they won't figure out exactly who it is, but they'll, they will be able to see who, who was in the garage at the time that it happened. So yeah. like um, I said, I don't, I, I'm not, not believing it. I'm, I'm, that's probably good numbers. 85%. Like, man, that's freaking douchebag shirt. Sure. But there is a percentage where I'm just like, that seems a little, I don't know, theatrical. Like, yeah, and but, uh, especially when, like like you said, NASCAR has been, like, over the last, like, two or three weeks, like, has been dominating news headlines, which they have never done, you know? And so mm-hmm. it, that's another thing that, like, you're talking about, like, in terms of people getting back into NASCAR. NASCAR's been dying for years, and so it's like, is this the situation that finally, you know, okay, everyone's rallying behind the only black driver, you know, this is the situation that finally brings NASCAR back into the forefront of people's minds in sports, is like, hey, let's support this guy, because he's the innocent black guy in the situation. Yeah, I mean, like, there's merit to that. Like, I hope that I hope that's not the case, but, like, maybe. I wonder how NASCAR feels knowing how racist its fans are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like look, they're in the boardroom and like it's a bunch of like young progressive guys that are like we got to turn this sport around and they're just like god dang it our fans are racist <laughs> Jeez. not every nascar fan is racist but there's a lot of racist nascar fans well i mean like <laughs> the fact that like that was a controversial opinion among the fans was to ban the confederate flag to be waved at tracks like Dude, people hate change so much. And it blows my mind that the thing they love, they hate anytime that thing changes. And it's like, you love NASCAR, correct? Okay, then why are you mad with decisions NASCAR makes? Like, oh, because it goes against blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you like NASCAR. So should you not like the decisions NASCAR makes? Well, and I mean, I'm not saying... Yeah, I understand what you're saying there, but I don't think that... Like, you know, if they're going there and they just change the sport entirely, then, yeah, like there would be like a reason to not like NASCAR anymore. But that's why I think there should be a distance, though, between that's how much you love the sport. Everyone with NASCAR, I don't know what to call like little metal like wall things in their garage and all this crap. Like you love NASCAR. So I don't. Yeah, I I guess strange to me. I I, I understand what you're saying, but I think that the the issue isn't like they're not changing anything about the sport. Like the sport isn't changing. The only thing that's changing is your ability to wave the Confederate flag at the track or like on your camper in the infield. Like if you're camping out and stuff, like mm. that's the only thing that's changing. Like sure, the racers, the racers are still racing around the track. Like they're <laughs> not changing like the speed of the cars or, you know, like now they're turning right instead of only turning left. Like those things aren't changing. Like it's still NASCAR. You just can't wave a flag anymore. And so it's like, Oh, that doesn't, that shouldn't affect like the opinions of the people that are race or like that are fans. But like, you're right. It's just like, that's going against my heritage, you know, whatever. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's I want to see one day. I want to see just cause I, I, I just, I love it because when people are so diehard fans of anything, I just love seeing them like scurry, like roaches is in a panic. Anytime something minute changes, I want to see them change the direction of the track one day where they <laughs> yeah. just, they go the other way. Just go right. It's yeah. literally by all accounts. It's the exact same sport. Everything's the same. It's just go the other way. I want to see people crap their pants. It's like mirror mode in <laughs> Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> but Dude, I wonder, I wonder how the drivers would react to, I don't know. They probably, I'm sure they're like, well, there's the turn our, our steering wheels on the left hand side of the car. Uh, I don't I don't. I care. actually think it would make a big impact because, like, there's a lot that goes into too, like honestly. the design of a car. That like it actually like the turning left only does have an impact on the way they design the cars and like yeah, the I don't shape care. and stuff. I disres- so. That's how much I disrespect the sport of NASCAR. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, NASCAR. Just we'll see what happens. Like they have really uh, consistently just been doing it. They've been doing it every week. Every week, yes, they like, have. They've been trying to sneak their way out of the news cycle and they just keep sneaking their way back in. You know, so we'll yeah. see what happens next week. Stay tuned. So, uh, I don't. I doubt you guys watched it, but did you guys watch Cobra Kai? The it was on YouTube. No, no. It's a sequel. By all accounts, it's a sequel to Karate Kid, and oh. it's except it's from the perspective of uh, of Johnny, the bad guy from Cobra Kai. The get him a body bag, Johnny. He's the guy who gets kicked in the face by John Ralphio at the end of. Uh, he was the bully and stuff of the first Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a, a Netflix or I'm sorry, a YouTube exclusive series. That's he's Johnny's the main character. It's today. It's a he grew. It's the same actor. He grew up. Got old. He's in his forties, late forties, maybe even fifties. Uh, and it, it's his story, and it's it was really, really good. It actually, you get a free month trial of YouTube Red at the time. I think they changed it to YouTube Original, but you got like a month to watch it. I did, and then I immediately canceled my YouTube uh, Premium thing. <laughs> but it was a really good series. It was fantastic. John Ralphio, or no, John Ralphio, uh, Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid, he came back in it, and they have they both have kids. It's really good. It's a great example of what a, and this actually is the, the term. So do you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, I was saying we need to come up with a term for, uh, taking a series and giving it a sequel years and years later. Yes. Where it's not a remake. Uh, the term is a relaunch. Okay. Relaunch where you make a sequel 20, 30 years later, like Blade Runner 2049. Like it's a relaunch of the series. They relaunched Karate Kid with that. Anyway, it was very, uh, very good but it was trapped in the prison that is YouTube originals. Uh, it has been bought by Netflix. So Cobra Kai is going to be moved to Netflix and it's going to have a second and third season now, which is great because uh, a, we weren't getting a second season from YouTube and now people can watch it and people are going to love it. It's one of those things where it's like people finally got around to watching avatar, the last airbender now on Netflix and there's that all the hype. I'm predicting the same kind of hype, maybe not to that level, but this uh, same burst of excitement and being like, oh, this is really good about Cobra Kai once it hmm. hits Netflix because it's a good show hmm. and people love Karate Kid. Well, uh, right. Did you guys have anything else? Uh, I have some other random stuff I can pop in here and there. Um, oh, sure. Go ahead and pepper it in. I've got like three other news things. <laughs> That's about it. Okay, so one thing that I have been talking, it's been something that I've kind of talked about for a while with people, uh, is I'm a big fan of potatoes, um, just in general. True that. Potatoes are probably like... Potatoes. The most, the, the, probably that the most, Lord of the Rings meme? The most, uh, sorry. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I had to get Brandy to bring my charger because I'm at 2%, 1% now actually. Um, so make Hurry, sure Darren. I can read, read some emails. Yeah, we're in struggling. Um, but go ahead and plug it in if you need me to vamp. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and vamp. All right. So, uh, another bit of news here is Michael Keaton, OG Batman, uh, is going to be apparently playing Bruce Wayne again in the Flashpoint live action film. Where Ezra huh. Miller, who played the Flash in Justice League and all that crap, I I hate his portrayal of the Flash. I hate that Flash. Uh, Michael Keaton is going to be playing Bruce Wayne in that. In is this he just going to be a old Bruce Wayne? Well, yeah, which is wrong because uh, Darren, what I was just saying is Michael Keaton is playing Bruce Wayne again in the live action Flashpoint 
movie. If you didn't watch or read Flashpoint, I think they did, they did a really good animated version of Flashpoint and the comic itself is fantastic where the Flash goes back in time and Flash's mom died in the comics. He goes back in time, saves his mom and butterfly effect. A ton of things changed, including hmm. one of the biggest things that I'm sure a lot of people are kind of, they've heard of or something is that if the Flash goes back in time, saves his mom, butterfly effect, Bruce Wayne is the one who dies in the alley and his parents survive and his mom becomes the Joker and his dad becomes Batman. Okay. And his dad becomes a brutal Batman. He kills <laughs> everybody. <laughs> it's okay. really freaking good. Uh, that's one of the most famous things to come from Flashpoint. And then like the Flash goes and uh, to the uh, his pr- the fake present, and there's a war between the Amazons and uh, the Atlanteans, and it, it's really interesting. So Michael Keaton, who played Batman back in the late eighties, early nineties is apparently playing Bruce Wayne again, which Bruce Wayne is dead in this world. Unless they do like a, it is peppered in a little bit with like uh, in the beginning of the story it shows Bruce Wayne as normal Batman flash does his thing. Alternate world saves it, comes back and then normal Batman again. Maybe they may bookend it with that, but if, because this is supposed to take place in the justice league uh, cinematic universe and we already have uh, Thomas Wayne, who's Bruce Wayne's dad. Uh, the actor is uh, Jeffrey Morgan, Dean Morgan. He he played uh, the comedian in the Watchmen movie, and he played Negan in Walking Dead. We already have a Thomas Wayne who's going to be Batman in the Flashpoint universe. So people are, I'm confused at least about that, but I, mm. I, I do love and adore the idea of Michael Keaton coming back to play Batman. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Darren, what's your bit? <laughs> so my first off my phone is on the charger i was able to save it so we're in good shape there uh it's currently at two percent so we're moving up so good all news right. if, for all of you that were holding your breath to see my phone was dead go ahead and keep like, i don't give a crap we're about good. michael keaton did darren's phone die <laughs> <laughs> but okay so like i said i love potatoes i think potatoes are probably it's like potatoes and chicken are the two most diverse foods, in my opinion, in terms of like you can, right. do, you can do so much with both of those foods. Like you can put them in really in almost anything or like do like multiple different meals with them. Uh, and so the question is, is what is your favorite way to eat a potato? Like what's the oh, best way? Like how, how would like what's your favorite form of potato, I guess? And so we got to address the heavy hitter. French fries, right? The French fries. Yeah. French fries are just, God, those are, that's heavy tier. Yeah. French fries, mashed potatoes. Mashed potato is really up there for Tater tots. Tater tots. Those are great. It's a good novelty too. Than French fries sometimes. Oh, what a hot take. Sometimes. Sometimes. Wow. The tater tots are very good. And that might be a poll question. That could be a poll question. What's better? What do you like better? What is the better form of potato? Tater tots or French fries? We can put that on the poll. You sure. put that on the poll, Matt. Yeah, let's do that. So what is the better form of potato? Potato or french fries? Which I don't think that that's like, I don't think that those are the best, but it is an easy question to put. But I, I honestly think like baked potato is really good too. Like It's really good, but eh, I feel like the, the, the stuff going into it does a lot of the heavy lifting, the bacon bits, true. the sour cream, the cheese. A french fry is by all accounts, potato with oil and grease, maybe some ketchup if you're feeling fancy, but it's still the potatoes, the show mashed potatoes. I feel like might be the ultimate form of potato. It's there's, there's hardly anything added to it. You just mash it up. 
Well, you got butter, butter and like some cream and stuff and like with some milk here and there, like to make it a little bit more, uh, you know, light or whatever. Mm. I do love mashed potatoes, like good mashed potatoes. Like have you ever been to Babe's before? AJ? No. Uh, Babe's is like, you've been good. there. You've been there, right, man? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like their mashed potatoes are probably my, my favorite mashed potatoes of all time. They're so solid. Like the Babe's, if you've never been there before, is they bring you, you order literally just like, they have four kinds of chicken. They have smoked chicken, fried chicken, baked chicken, and like chicken strips. That's the only thing, like the only four things on their menu. I think maybe they have like catfish too. Like is it just like an extra, um, mm-hmm. you order one of those four things. They don't even give you menu. Just say, hey, what chicken do you want? And they bring you that chicken and then they bring the entire table, all these sides. So you get green beans, mashed potatoes, creamed corn, and what else, Matt? What's the fourth one? I can't remember. Sounds delicious. Uh, there's one other side. I'm not sure what the other side is, I but like remember. they just they bring you. I've the, only this, been there once. They bring the entire table, those sides, and you get infinite number of sides. So you just like you want more mashed potatoes, they just bring you another bowl of mashed potatoes, and you just keep bringing to you infinite stuff. It is so good. If you haven't been to Babes, man, you got to go there. But it, like okay. with that said, though, I think mashed potatoes. I, I think it may be the best. I don't know. That might be my favorite. Because here's the thing: like I like mashed potatoes, like mixing it with other stuff. Like I went to Popeyes the other day. And I got my mashed potatoes as a side, and I just dip my chicken center strips in the mashed potatoes. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. That's a mashed potato. There needs to be a mashed potato like bottle at every restaurant where it's like ketchup, mustard, mashed potatoes. Because I, <laughs> I will dip. Uh, that is a sauce to me. Where I will dip all kinds of food in my mashed potatoes. I'm trashy. I'll put, put that corn on the pole, in Matt. my mashed potatoes. Put that on the pole, Matt. Is, is, is mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes a condiment? A condiment. Yeah. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> Everyone will be like, no. There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't it's think the, it was. It's the meme where like, he likes the guy sticks up his finger and then he kind of lowers it like, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also a couple that we didn't mention, I think that are definitely in the conversation at least is like hash browns. Hash browns are great. They're hash browns so are great. Any, anything Just diced fried up potatoes. Like potato chips. We didn't even mention potato chips. Oh God, chips. Yeah, chips are great. God bless the potato. Potato soup. I do actually Potato really like that. Was actually the first pog. meal I ever learned how to cook. I was in a home economics class in middle school, and that was the first one of the first projects. Was like this. She's like, I don't know if you guys know how to cook. You might be able to make mac and cheese or you know whatever. But this is a and as actual by all accounts meal. You have to like mix ingredients yeah. and measure yeah. crap. That was the first thing I ever learned how to cook. Forgot what the ingredients were, but it was delicious. I know Brandy's listening to this and thinking that like somehow I missed one. So just go ahead. Tell me, Brandy, you know, listen to this. Tell me what's the best form of potato. If yeah, I tell one. us what your favorite form of potato is, because yeah. there's it's such a diverse food. There's just so much right. you can do with it. Like I, like I said, potato and chicken is top two. Like we I, said fries, but there's a ton of fries. There's, there's like crinkle waffle cut. fries. There's waffle fries. Curly there's potato fries. potato wedges. There's all kinds. Oh, God. I'm, I'm hype and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Potatoes. I, and they're not very they're not healthy right is, is that like, it's a starch i don't believe it's good for you at all no like everyone's like it's a vegetable it's a starch right so like i think i bet probably if you just ate like a potato just by itself just like straight like with nothing else like maybe it might be a little bit healthy mm. but i'm no, i'm no expert i am no expert on this subject so like i don't know but uh i just 
I think potatoes are really good. And there's not a lot of forms of potatoes that I won't eat. Like I was trying to look up like a list of like forms of potatoes and all of them are like, yeah, I'd eat that. Like potato salad is one that I'm not a big fan of. I don't uh, like potato salad, but it's not because of potato. It's all the other crap in it. Exactly. Yeah, right. The potato is still the good part. And then the rest of it's like, eh. Like, Does the potato, potato salad have, doesn't it have like pasta noodles in it? Uh, is that what sometimes? I'm thinking? No, the potato salad is usually served cold. That's what I'm saying. Like, but aren't there pasta? What, what's the gross thing I'm thinking of that's like in that vein that has like pasta noodles in it, like macaroni noodles in it? Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about, you honestly. Thinking, look, let me look up potato salad because I'm pretty sure that does have like macaroni, like macaroni and cheese. I meant uh, uh, pasta noodles. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, honestly. But like baked potatoes are good. Like I have this list here. Steak fries are good. Potato wedges are good. Roasted potatoes are also uh, great. Uh, scallop potatoes, they're okay. Yeah, I'm absolutely Not, correct. Yeah, it does. They have noodles in them? Yeah, like a little potato pasta sal- thing. Potato salad. Wait, okay, no, 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 no. Wait. Oh, God dang it. I'm seeing different pictures. Some of them do. <laughs> I guess maybe it's just like a preference thing. Maybe some people do, some people don't. But the potato salad is probably the worst version of potato, like the worst potato meal or whatever, potato side dish or whatever. But yeah, potatoes are great. I, that's something that like I have debated and talked about with a lot of people. And so, yeah, dude, let us know what your favorite kind of potato is. Just send us hey, an email. I was so. thinking of pasta salad. <laughs> it's called pasta salad. Those definitely have noodles in them. Those have noodles in them. That's what I was visualizing in my head. <laughs> What is pasta salad? What? It's disgusting is what it is. Is it just like pasta and then like other it's random like, stuff? It's macaroni noodles and... Uh, oh God, I can't remember. Like, like, there's like we macaroni macaroni salad. It's, it's cold though. So it's like potato salad. It's like the cold, gross thing someone brings to a picnic. <laughs> uh, I don't want to look into it because it's disgusting, but it's it's gross. But yeah, go on. I just, so, That's what I was th- visualizing in my head. And that, and that kind of actually brings up a little bit of a question for me now, too, because th- you have potato salad, you have, like, just salad, you have macaroni salad, you have pasta salad. Is salad just, like, a word of a word that means, like, just stuff put together? Like Salad means, like, quick, cheap crap to bring to a, a meal. The <laughs> <laughs> salad definition. Defini- yeah, that's what I'm looking at, too. <laughs> what is the definition of salad? Uh, it doesn't even say, like... Uh, there's there's some st- like what is considered a salad uh, salad is dish containing a mixture of small pieces of food usually vegetables or fruit bean salad tuna salad Greek salad so I guess salad, salad is just like a mixture of cold stuff however that different is- varieties of salad making seen virtually any type of ready to eat food it's typically served at room temperature or chilled so I say if this freaking word doesn't want to have a definitive definition we just start abusing that word Anything cold in a mixture now becomes salad. So <laughs> hmm. you can have, I'm trying to think of a good example here. You can have ice salad, a drink salad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can have a, uh, it says room temperature. So Chex Mix is now a salad. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to not be bold and definitive in your word, in your definition. This is what you get. <laughs> exactly. What should this podcast should be named podcast salad. There it is. <laughs> it's just a salad of topics. So I, uh, I didn't think I'd get to this. This is actually a couple of weeks old, but I have light and random fits of insomnia. 
Okay. So I feel like that's one of those words like OCD where people are like, oh, I have OCD because I like to have my pencils lined up. No, you don't. That's a normal thing to do. OCD <laughs> is like when you have to like, this is obsessive, obsessive, where it's like I have to flick the light switch on three or four times or my family will die. That kind of crap. <laughs> uh, I have every now and then I do get insomnia where it's just I am physically tired, but I can't sleep. And I'll stay up till six, seven in the morning, just not sleeping, even though I'm trying Jeez, to sleep. Dude. It's crap? it's terrible, dude. It's not just like, yeah, I'm just, man, I'll stay up till three and I'm not tired. No, I'm exhausted and I want to sleep, but I can't. I lay in bed and my heart starts like pounding really hard. It's It sucks. It's terrible. So usually what I do during that time is I'll play games, read a book, or uh, but if I'm trying to go to sleep, I'll just kind of stay in bed and I'll play on my phone. And I told you how I'll go to every now and then I'll go down like this rabbit hole and I'll start learning about random crap or like looking up old stuff that I forgot yeah. about. I did that with veggie tales and stuff a while back. Uh, I did that the other day and my, my prompt initially was what happened to fairly odd parents? So <laughs> this is a, if I, I'm, I'm going to turn like a, a terrible fit of insomnia into a little history lesson with fairly odd parents. Did you guys know that fairly odd parents got canceled after it's like fifth season back in like, I think Oh five or Oh six. Nope, didn't pay attention to the cancellations yeah, of The last time. episode was the it was Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents had a crossover episode. Uh, I two of them. Episode. I think they had one on uh Fairly or one on Fairly Odd Parents and one on Jimmy Neutron. That was the actually the series finale. And it was done for done for a couple of years. And then I think a few years later they yeah. picked it back up and that's when we got Poof the baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's when they introduced that stuff. And it kept going. The, the series ended in 2018. I didn't realize wow. that. Wow. It kept crap? going. And apparently the last like season or two, I think it was the last season, they introduced the second main character. Uh it was a girl that Timmy had to share Cosmo and Wanda with. And she was straight up, they straight up redid the intro sequence to add her. Like she was by all accounts a main cast member now. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't know any of that crap. And like Butch Hartman, the creator of it, he also created Danny Phantom and stuff, uh, had the idea for it. And it was like originally like a short on like a mini like compilation show. And then they they did the thing and he, he's, he wanted to end it. And then I guess I guess demand or something made it come back. And yeah, so like I spent a lot of time just going like, huh. <laughs> learning so that's going yeah, down the about fairy, fairy, and you can like look at the ratings of the episodes and like after the fifth season it's very sharply and consistently just decreases like each episode on uh, imdb we get like an eight or a nine and then like the last like two seasons it goes like eight and then seven and then six and then five and then lower five and then like a flat five like it got really bad <laughs> But yeah, I was just like, huh, what did happen to Fairly? Like, I know we all watched it, but I think we all stopped watching it. And apparently, that, yeah, it just ended like a couple of years ago. It never really stopped. Weird. That is really well, weird. I mean, it did for like, a couple of years, but yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's some next level insomnia to be like down the rabbit hole of Fairly Odd Parents and what happened to it. Like what? Like you're just sitting in your bed like, what happened to Fairly Odd Parents? <laughs> Dude, yeah. That's how everything happens. And then like, I, so I gave weird. the example of like a couple episodes ago where I'm like, how did VeggieTales start? And so I'll just Google that and like, yeah, <laughs> learning that it's just some buddies who basically had one computer and they were taking turns creating this show. It's just that kind of crap where, and like, if you ever wonder, man, AJ knows a lot about movies. It's because I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. This is actually like a, a kind of a quick little side note. Um, similarly, like I, I, I don't know if it's just like, <laughs> I you guys watch Netflix a lot. I watched YouTube a lot. 
Like that's mm-hmm. like my preferred platform to watch videos on. And I think Matt probably knows where I'm going with this. Um, is the YouTube algorithm recommended me a video the other day uh, and I checked it out and I thought it was really interesting. And it was about this guy that was playing this game on on the browser called GeoGuessr. Have you heard of this game, AJ? Mm-mm. Okay, so GeoGuessr is a game where it like drops you on a random place in the world on Google Maps. So you just get sat in the world of Google Maps and then your goal is to just try to figure out where you are. Like that's it. Like literally put like put your that's pointer cool. put your pointer on the area where you are. So you still can move around, you can look around, you can zoom, whatever. You just go around the world just trying to figure out like, okay, I'm on this street, I see this street, okay, I see these these language, you know, so I think I'm in Sweden or whatever. You know, whatever. And so that that's the whole premise of the game. Really fun game. Me and Brandy played it a lot. The thing that's crazy though is that and actually this probably is my recommendation. I've got a couple of recommendations, but this is one of them for sure, is that there's this guy who's like the best player in the world apparently who one of the challenges that he does is he does 10 seconds no moving no scrolling no moving around and he is consistently within like a hundred miles of the place where he where it says like it'll just drop him in the thing and he'll see a tree he's like oh that looks like Estonian trees uh let's put him right here in Estonia and then like he's right like consistently and it's like what are you doing what like, a weird superpower <laughs> it's so weird but like he's just like so like I see like a geography nerd and so he just like can tell the way things look the sky and like the mountains in the background like I need to look up his name uh because I really want to shout him out on yeah his name is geo wizard the channel name is geo wizard um and he just like he's like a vlogger that like also does the plays this game on youtube and twitch and so uh first off play geo guesser like aj you and you and amber would enjoy it a lot um okay. i think matt you, you said can play that in, you can play in vr yes that's what i was gonna cool. say matt said vr is something you can play it in so that's pretty cool um but it's just like me and brandy played for like two hours to last like four nights. It's like, Oh, other than when I was in Abilene, but like last week, just put Jackson to bed and like Brandy's like, you want to play a geo guesser? Like, <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> and so it's, it's fun. Uh, it's, it, it makes the time go fast and it's way harder than you think. But yeah, like I think that was really cool, but yeah. So check out geo wizard on YouTube to get an idea. So how ridiculous this game is. But, um, uh, speaking of games, did you guys hear this is uh, from IGN? For the first time ever, a video game can be prescribed as medicine in the U.S. I saw that. With the FDA approving the game Endeavor RX for use in treating symptoms of ADHD. I don't know anything about the game itself, but that is huge that a game has been approved by the FDA as medicine, technically. That's so weird. <laughs> That's super but interesting. It's 2020, man. Yeah. Uh. And did you guys hear about the Cyberpunk 2077 Easter egg that's on oh, the Xbox I, controller? I heard about the delay. <laughs> yeah, but once again, it got delayed. But uh, the the Xbox One controller, if you buy the Cyberpunk 2077 uh, Xbox, comes with a QR code on the back of the controller. Okay. And if you scan that code, it'll send you to a song from the game's upcoming track, uh, like soundtrack. That's pretty neat. That's that's cool. Yeah, that's but yeah, uh, Matt, <laughs> would it get delayed to now, dude? Uh, November. <laughs> it's supposed to be in September, correct? Uh, yeah. No, wait. Was it? Was it November? I, it was supposed to be in September. I don't. Maybe it was. Maybe it got delayed again from the last. Was it just time. a month. 
There's it's oh, two months between uh, September, September and November, October, November. Oh yeah, you're right. I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it got delayed again. It's the third delay in a row. Well, we got it. Well, duh, it, we got to wait till 2077. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> then we get to play it again. The long con, dude. That did you know that Cyberpunk was announced in 2012? Yeah, I remember that. I remember chatting with Heath about it. And we're like, that game sounds pretty cool. Almost like, ten years later. So stupid. Like I, I'm fine with games getting one delay because they they want to polish it more and make sure there's no bugs or anything. But dude, three delays. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt we, wants we to play a broken game. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'd be perfectly fine with playing games that have like bugs here and there. No, you don't. It. No, yes. you, no, I pr- no, you don't. Dude, I they, promise you, you don't. Dude, CD Projekt Red straight up said that the game is done, like content-wise, and everything is done. They've just been polishing. That's that was from the second delay. They said the same thing. They're for not the third delay-, delay. I promise you, they're not delaying over polish. There's a reason. They Matt, may not be willing to admit it, but no. Every game we've ever played together, you complain about stupid yeah, like, bugs, freaking bugs, and bugs, and this. And like literally no, every not, game I've okay. ever played with you, you complain about bugs. The the only bug that I can remember complaining about is Apex, and that was game breaking. Game breaking. Well, what, do you remember what it was? Because I'm pretty sure it wasn't game breaking. It would crash all the time. Dude, that I, was, the amount of times like this, I wish you could freaking ping in this game. That's your go-to anytime we play a game. There's no ping. That's not a bug. I, there was. A, That's a feature a, thing. It's polished. Even, even, in, even in Warzone, you complain about bugs. What? There's been multiple times that even in Warzone you complain about bugs. I like there, I, I feel like I don't, I can't remember what? specifically. I, I don't remember specifically because I played the game enough. So I don't remember what we're talking about. But I know that like in Apex you complain about bugs. Warzone you complain about bugs. Um, I'm trying to think of. Nobody wants to play a buggy game. Okay, well the thing is those games weren't announced for more than a decade. I know, but you, what, your cla- your claim was that you said I would rather play a game with bugs than wait for it. I'm saying that that's not true. I'm saying that if Cyberpunk if Cyberpunk 2077 released with bugs, in this scenario, it is true. I will stand by it, and I won't complain about the bugs. <laughs> it's a it's a single player game anyway. I just I really feel like if we didn't have this conversation and like you know it was released in like four hours into the game, like we would get a text from you saying, "Dude, this game's so buggy. This game sucks." Like I I, I can imagine getting a text from you. I. I'm sure, but like this game, <laughs> this game has been like in the making forever, and they won't release it. Like it, because it's, it's not ready. I would rather them wait another f- eight years and then release it when it's ready. Uh, no, I no, that game will be dead to me. Well, There'll be something bigger and better out there by that time, and it will have. It won't have you my say that? I don't think it'll be dead to you. I bet you're gonna this thing because you've been tugged along this long. What makes you think it's gonna be any different? Any Dude. time difference is gonna change again if they delay it. Another three times, you're what? still gonna be like, like, okay, man, the, can't wait last, for it. I wish it would just come out. The last thing that I could remember that something happened like this was Last Guardian. Last Guardian was announced in like 2009 on PlayStation 3, and it Duke Nukem never took over came, 15 years to come out, huh? Duke Nukem, I think it was 12 years, but yeah, the, I, the garbage Duke Nukem games, game, it happens but, all the time. It's not special, it happens all the time. Your games stay in development hell for a long time. It's very annoying. I think it's very annoying. It's annoying, but I'd rather them take a long time and then release the game. So, all right, Matt, where's your line in the sand? Where's the line in the sand that says the game is dead to you? Game, uh... Like, time-wise, if they delay it... game. Yeah, if if Cyberpunk doesn't come out, when is it dead to you? I don't know. I probably... It's hard to say. I, I guess, like, 
five years from now? If it came out five years from now, <laughs> it'd be dead for me. Wow, that was a lot longer than I expected. That's a that. huge freaking lot. You're mad it got delayed a month, and you're like, if, if it doesn't come out in five years. <laughs> I mean, like, well, the thing is, it got announced in 2012, and then so five years from now, 2025, that like that's almost two decades worth of development. That's too long. Yeah, I guess what AJ was saying is that they delayed it for two months, and then you're still and now you're but you're but you just confessed you're fine waiting five years for it, right? I guess. <laughs> uh, but- I I get being upset. You want the game to come out because you you're hyped to play the game, but understand that this is the the cookies cooling. Okay, you're gonna hurt this yourself if you co- try eating right away. Just wait. Solidifying and not being warm and mushy anymore. <laughs> you just said you're willing to wait five years, Matt. Dude, <laughs> this is the game yeah, is given another two months, and the game will be that much better because it's waiting two months. Your pizza rolls are in the oven right now. Okay. I wish they would. I wish they would give us like, like game comes out on in November. They give us that version of like the version they've been polishing again, and then they give us the version that's supposed to come out in April and September. We can play both versions and see how many bugs I find. I'd like to do the, that. No one has ever done that ever. Why would they know, ever show no, a buggy build? I, that's why I said I wish they would. I don't want to play a buggy, but why are you so like invested I wanna, in playing I wanna, a buggy I game? See, I want to see what they did that took that many delays. Dude, with the amount of money involved, I promise you they're not doing it for fun. Yeah, I mean, they, they know they're also losing money and losing It costs money but- to delay a game. Between distributors and like unless Sony reserving shelf space from GameStop, if you delay, we'll make a launch title. We'll give you money. That's a whole nother topic. That's possible. But I, 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 like I said in the text messages in our little group chat, like I thought that if they're delaying it so much, then it has to be perfect when they release it. Like if they release it and there's like some big bug, like whatever multiplayer, like in the campaign, then the game is going to be really bad shape because Mm -hmm. like it's been delayed for so long and been in production for so long. Like if they release it and then like there's some crazy glitch, like some bad bug or like, you know, the story isn't very good or like it's not very deep, then, then the game's going to get freaking trashed on because like there are higher expectations as the game is delayed. Right, so that's, it, that's fair and and fun. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I kind of agree with Matt a little bit in that you know they there is a finite amount of time that the game still stays like on people's minds. Um, but like that almost that almost happened to Last of Us because like legit game already got spoiled, like leaked online. Mm-hmm. So story doesn't matter at that point. People can just look up and see what the sto- like what happens in the story, and like they Last of Us got delayed I think two times. Yeah, I think twice. Yeah, but the, one of the delays was like three weeks. Was it? Yeah, it was like yeah. it was like it's it, it was from the it's suspended indefinitely, and then three weeks later. <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'm just saying the same or thing. Like, it might have like, been a month, but I'm like just saying that almost happened to Last of Us because the game was already leaked online. People can legit find out what happens without having to buy the game. And aren't you complaining that the game is locked at 30 FPS? Because I have the very first PS4. So do I. But imagine if they would have had time to compress it a little bit. There's and you play no in way they frame. could have done that. No way. Okay. But <laughs> but what if they delay it six months? I would have rather played it 30 FPS. Okay. Well, here's your here's your wish. So <laughs> I understand that you have the patience of a dog waiting for his food bowl to get filled up. <laughs> but you got to understand that they're not doing this for fun. They're doing it for your benefit. Especially when proj- a CD project is like 
they have nothing but the good graces of the gaming community. There's no reason for them to delay it. Two, first of all, two months is like not a lot of time. So that has to be some last ditch effort to do something that they wanted differently in the game. So I'll even put more of my money in the mouth. If the game doesn't come out this year, it's done for me. If it doesn't come out in 2020, I'm just not going to get it and I'm good. I'm hyped for the game. Nah, nah. I still don't believe that even still. I feel well, like if, that- it came, if it came out like in April of next year, you'd still get it. I haven't got Last of Us 2 yet. He um, also hasn't gotten Borderlands 3. That, that was a different story. That wasn't because of the delay. That wasn't because of the length. Yeah, if the, if the if the lead, if the the uh, president of CD Projekt ends up being a pedophile, then we'll have a conversation about that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. I don't, like I said, I'm hyped for the game, but my hype is nowhere near your level, Matt. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully the delays are warranted. But so uh, we're rearing towards the end here. If you guys want to send us an email, you can send us an email at genregeekscast at gmail.com. And you can have your emails read like this. Hey, blueberry muffins, Joni buns and pandering. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> I loved episode 24. I don't usually email podcasts that I listen to, but you guys actually respond to the emails you get. Every the, single one, maybe. <laughs> the drafts are fun. I can't wait for July's draft. I can't wait yeah, for July's draft. Yeah. Anxiously. I think next episode will, uh, that's the last weekend of June is next episode. So we'll announce what, or you'll announce what, uh, the next <laughs> draft will be for July, uh, for July. Sweet. Said congrats AJ for delivering the elbow. He promised. He definitely did. He delivered the elbow right there. <laughs> Promise delivered. He says, what is your essential in quotes list for school supplies? This is from Bryce. Thanks Bryce for the email. Uh, essential list for school supplies. What are, you, what are y'all's thoughts on this question? I haven't thought about school in like four years, dude. Well, the, th- the fact so, that he put it in quotes, it seems like it's not actual. Like he's not talking about like pencils and paper spirals. I'm thinking like there's you know other things that you always went to school that you know that just for oh. yourself. You know things. I'm that gonna you, go ahead and save you some money. You said this from Bryce, right? From Bryce, yeah. I'm gonna tell you, Bryce, save some money. Don't buy a backpack. You don't <laughs> need it. <laughs> not in today's day and age. You don't need a backpack. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. Just carry around like a binder and that's it. Just yeah, a, get those little like athletic strap bags, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that the second that became like mainstream, maybe that's out of fashion now, but dude, that changed my life. <laughs> that's the closest <laughs> thing guys ever got to a purse. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> better was, than the fanny pack? That Those bags, man. Not better than a fanny pack, but more stylish than a fanny pack. I think better than a fanny pack. It's so much more room. Are you Although joking? you are limited a fanny pack is like instant once, access to everything that's in your fanny pack. You know what I mean? Once True. those cinch bags got heavy, though, they were not fun to wear. Well, yeah, just don't put a bunch. Don't, don't put books or like a whole textbook in it, but your notebook, pencils, whatever. Uh, essential, though, I will say, and this is I'm so, so happy that I married someone who also has this weird thing. I love pens. And so Amber also <laughs> loves like pens and school supplies. So like literally when we go to Walmart and like we'll go by that, uh, there's like a, I don't know about other Walmarts, but the Walmart I'm thinking of, I think like in Wichita, there's like a, an aisle where you turn and you can, it's near the cosmetic aisle. And on that wall is like pens and markers and erasers and stuff. You see it passing by. Amber and I always kind of linger at that area or used to linger at that area and like marvel at all the different pens <laughs> and, and pencils and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's a nice pen. So, so get yourself a good pen you're happy with. So like, what is your threshold for purchasing a pen? Like how much are you willing to spend on literally one pen? Cause they do have like individual package pens. Like- I've looked at 
so the the most expensive pen I ever bought I think was like ten bucks, like one ten single pen. Ten bucks, holy uh, But it was like crap. it was like a fountain pen where like it's literally like the old school like point. Oh, it's not wow. like a ballpoint pen. It's like an actual like metal kind of looks like a arrowhead. Yeah, like, how does it like feel when you're writing it? Uh, very uncomfortable. That's what I would have figured. Yeah, <laughs> it writes really cool though. <laughs> the ink looks neat. <laughs> like it's, it's like a chore like, to write with. It's like scraping almost. I feel like it'd be just like scraping. Yeah, paper. it's like scraping, and so I also I write in cursive ninety eight percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's to me, it's a, a cursive is the most efficient way of writing because you just literally never have to pick up your hand. You just right. in real fast. I think cursive is entirely overlooked and I think people need to use cursive way more often. Uh, so what, what do, what's some essential school supplies from you guys? I said, get yourself a nice pen you're happy with. Matt, headphones. Headphones? Are you? Were you, are you talking headphones? Bluetooth? You talking earbuds? You talking about the, what we're wearing right now? The uh, I guess earbuds or Bluetooth. Not not the ones we're wearing right now, but like I had earbuds when I was in school. Did you? And they were cool with that? Yeah. Were they cool with it, or were they just like didn't know it was happening? No, there there was like there was some classes they legit didn't care if you listen to music. Dude, wow. back in my day, no chance. You had to do the freaking because we didn't have Bluetooth headphones. We, you'd get an earbud, you'd run it up your sleeve, oh, yeah. you'd dude. have it in your palm, and you'd rest your hand or your head on your palm. <laughs> dude, look like you're just kind of like holding your head up, and you're secretly <laughs> listening to music. I we I did do that, but AirPods came out like my senior year, and oh my god, those were a game changer. Hmm. Or it was like the whole like just hoodie situation where it was like you wore your hoodie and that you know same kind of situation yeah. where it's like hidden in your hoodie. That that mm-hmm. was the most common one. I feel like for me, like, I I never. I feel like it'd be just the most. That'd be the most like abrasive. Like the teacher would be like, take off your freaking hood. <laughs> uh, I I can't. I can't. <laughs> no, it's a banger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, mine was an essential. And this is actually funny because we have a you know some context that makes this even more funny. Um, I'm a big breakfast person. Okay, I love breakfast. I think breakfast is the best meal of the day. Like I would eat breakfast all three meals of the day, and so all through high school. <laughs> uh all through high school i i would eat a chocolate otis spunkmeyer muffin and that was that was my uh my thing every single day and, and i crapped on it i know <laughs> it's not it my first carried pick. you through school <laughs> and when it came time for you you are peter denying you know jesus <laughs> otis spunkmeyer carried you through the sand and then when it was like i need you darren you're like no zebra cakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, I wanted to say something Matt, though too i i almost stopped but i wanted to f- get to that bit real quick you don't even eat breakfast you don't even eat breakfast. There's been multiple times that like at work, we work together and we go to lunch to break at the same time. And you specifically do not eat breakfast. Like you just said, you said retweet as if you also agree with a breakfast sentiment that I have, but you don't eat breakfast. I can't, I can like breakfast food. What? What? So just because I don't eat breakfast means I can't eat breakfast food, but you don't eat breakfast food. I've, I, what? So we okay, ate, so Darren, we ate IHOP the other day for dinner. So you're just too lazy to wake up and eat breakfast when it's yes. designed to be eaten. Yes. God dang you. Amber man. and I had a uh, Brenner the other day. Uh, probably Brenner? two three weeks ago. Brenner, breakfast baby, breakfast dinner. for dinner. 
Uh-huh. Dude, okay. it was, I mean, it ended up being a disaster for other reasons because Amber dropped a freaking cup full of juice. And so we spent like freaking 30 minutes cleaning under the fridge <laughs> doing that crap. But dude, pancakes and eggs, some uh, some sauce. I got like a big giant bag of uh, Jimmy Dean sa- like breakfast sausages. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Good way to end the day. Put that on the poll, Matt. Is breakfast food better at breakfast or at dinner? Brenner, baby. <laughs> Dang. That's that's one of the those words that's owned from like a, a, a medium for me. And that's from Scrubs where uh, he's, uh, Turk is like, yeah. And if uh, something, 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 Carla said, we'll have Brenner tonight. And <laughs> Kelso, the old, like uh, whatever boss of the hospital, this old guy's like, Dang, Turkle dog. <laughs> <laughs> But you got Brenner. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my essential thing for school was an, a, a chocolate Otis McMurray oven and then also a little can of True Moo. So or a little <laughs> bottle of True Moo. I oh, love yeah. me some True Moo, dude. True Moo is so solid. True Moo is so good. Uh, I'll say another. This is a pro tip more than like an essential thing. Uh, a buddy with a functioning car that can fit all or house all your friends. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't That's get my unique, driver's man. license until my second or my second semester of senior year. So yeah, I depended on actually Ian Glasgow, the guy that was uh you know that hosted our drafts that you guys have all yeah, heard. Check out the Hotchpotch podcast. <laughs> he was my guy. He was my guy that took me to Taco Bell every single day for lunch. So yeah, absolutely, you got to have that guy. Um, but so that that was again from Bryce. So thanks for sending that email, Bryce. Appreciate that. Um, so the next email uh, was from Brett. It says, "Dear Quantum League ambassadors, I uh, like it." I got the game at your recommendation and IGN and love the game. I get what you guys mean by it being big brain. I'm learning the meta, and I agree it can be kind of it can be a huge esport if the right people get a hold of it. What other game or whatever would you? What other game or whatever would you guys like to be the ambassador of? It's a good question. Um, uh, I mean, I think that uh, Quantum League is a great choice because it's so small right now. Um, mm. Otherwise, I would probably pick Keep Talking and No One Explodes. I freaking yeah, sure, love yeah. that game. I you love do. that game, and it's not. It's not a huge game. It's it's well relatively known, but it's not huge. But like if I could pick one game to be like the streamer of, it would probably be that one because I freaking I love puzzle games. I love high intensity. I love like, you know, like the, the hypeness of that game. And so like, you know, personally, like that that's one like me and Brandy like was streamed that game for like three episodes or whatever on Twitch. And we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, but yeah, so I think that's what I'd pick, so uh or overcooked I, w- <laughs> I would say my f- probably my actually like one of my favorite games that uh no one else plays with me but i just it's one of the games i can play by myself all for hours is depth it's a shark game i, I know you're gonna say that i love it i love it so i played it uh literally like yesterday or the day before for like th- you know 40 45 minutes very very good and the thing is the the creators of that game never stop updating it. They're always doing events. They're always adding new, new things, balance changes. Uh, it's not a huge popular game. It was for six months when it first came out back when like, uh, uh, what's his name? C Nanners and his buddies were playing it. There was a, there was a big spike then it significantly died down that sense, but I love it. I, I certainly would love to, uh, be known as the ambassador for that game. Matt. Um, I've got two answers actually. One Borderlands. Nope. Oh, I, was, I thought that would be yours. But you can't I, be the ambassador of Borderlands. It's already huge. It's got to be a small game, you know. But well, okay, that's true. I I was I took that as like 
you're you could be known for that game sort of meant well i mean i i guess the part of the question though was because like quantum league is so small so like okay. you know if it got big then we would be the ones well, that like luckily got the big. other one is small all uh, right it's called project zomboid it is a uh oh. have you heard of it I th- I've I'm seen you play it. I have I think no idea about it. I'm I think I've seen player. you play it like in person. Maybe not, though. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's a sandbox uh, zombie survival game. It, I don't know what it is about the game. It's like a... It's definitely the definition of a PC game because it looks like it's from like... Uh, you remember like um, Command & Conquer? How it, like the graphics looked on that game? I never like, played it. 2D or something. I don't know, but... The uh, Project Zomboid is kind of like that, but there's like a ton of mechanics. It's been early access for like, I think seven years. I'm not really sure, but um, I don't know. I, I that game I go up and down on. Like I'll get really into it and play it for like a month or two straight, and then I'll die off, and then I'll get back into it and stuff. I'm thinking about playing it again. Okay, cool. cool. Um. That's all the emails for the week. So thanks again for sending emails. If you, like AJ said, send us an email at genregeekscast at gmail.com if you want to have your email read and let us know what you think about all the things that we talked about this episode. So that's it for that. Do we want to go into like recommendations and homework and then close it out? Absolutely. Uh, I think I, did, what did we recommend at the beginning of this episode? Oh, you recommended uh, Space Force. Space Force. <laughs> Man, you got to let us know what you guys think of that one. I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I definitely want to hear your thoughts on it. You know, I, re- I recommend watching it just so I can hear your thoughts. Um, but I, I think it would be, it'd be like in between, like it's okay to watch and recommend, like a, not not a full recommend, but more of just like a you know give it a shot situation. Um, but I think actually, if I had to give a recommendation for sure, is play GeoGuessr. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a really fun game. That like you know I I actually. That's your homework, AJ, is play that game for like an hour with Amber. Like you and Amber okay. play GeoGuessr. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, sure. The only thing the only thing to, mem- to, to know is that it, the only thing that sucks about that game is that it is a pay-to-play game. So like you I'm have pretty to sure like, it's free in VR. Okay, well, there I, you go. I've Maybe. played it in VR. But like they, they let you play one game per 24 hours for free, but then you have to pay like a free, like you can do like a 10-day free trial it, and it's like, a two dollars a month to play basically if you want to play like you know permanently it's two dollars a month so get your like we just signed up for the free trial been playing for the last like three or four days so do that sign up for the free trial and then make sure to cancel your credit card if you don't like it you know whatever, it's, it's, so. it's called go guess on vr go on okay. there you go but yeah all right so that's yeah, your homework this week aj and then recommendation for the audience is to go just check it out like watch a video play it whatever so cool uh, my recommendation is uh, twofold. One recommendation is I you should check out the... Uh, I've been re-watching my favorite video game Let's Players on YouTube are the Super Best Friends. Uh, I've been watching just some of their old videos and it's... God, it breaks my heart that they broke up. They are my absolute favorite Let's Players. They are the epitome of what I love about let's play and they actively avoid the things I hate about let's players. So check out any of the super best friends play LPs on YouTube. There's thousands and they're all of them are hysterical and great. 
uh, my type of humor, my type of interests. They, they do a lot of like movie jokes and anime jokes and comic book references. They're, they're great. And they have like a nice edge to them, which I appreciate in my let's players. My homework is for, uh, I'll say both of you is watch any Dave Chappelle stand up on Netflix. Very good. Any one of them. Uh, okay. Each one has, I think, most of them have two stand-ups per special. And it's like, it's it's episode one, episode two. Pick any of them. You won't be disappointed. Watch any Dave Chappelle stand-up on Netflix. Hmm. Okie doke. Miser Matt? I don't get anything. No recommendations? <laughs> nothing? Nope. Alrighty. All right. Well... If you like this episode, please, well, I was about to say like, like the video, subscribe, uh, and let us know. On, <laughs> actually rate us on Facebook. We haven't been rated on Facebook yet, but, uh, send us an email, John at gmail.com. Send us love, send us hate, whatever. I don't care anymore. Uh, <laughs> check out our, uh, our Facebook page. Check. That's where we have all these dumb polls that you hear during the uh, episodes. We host them on Facebook. You can put your input in there, send, uh, or actually join our discord. Uh, we have links in the, on Facebook and in the description of this and until next time, bye.